Welcome to the Scorecarding Show, episode 80, part two of our NBA preview. This week we are doing our team power rankings, so an average of all of our scores between us. We've got Jarkel back on. How are you, man? Good, bro. Good. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, always good, man, to have you on. So definitely got plenty to catch up on too. Might be a bit of NFT talk and uh, the 2K and all that stuff you always bring to the table bro so Jeff's coming back on uh twain is here how are you twain yeah all, all right all right been a bit of a shitty start for the week but never mind here i am all right long as long as you win as long as philly yeah. wins right yeah. <laughs> yeah. we'll talk about a uh, certain certain person very very soon and aiden of course how are you bro yeah i'm good bro i'm good better than twain <laughs> <laughs> Well, Twain, let's get straight into it, mate. Mm. Ben Simmons, fire away. Get the get the rant off your chest, mate. Uh, yeah. Well, just like I'll just start off here, like fuck him, like just as an overall point, fuck that guy. Like, why would you even come back if you're gonna act like a bitch? Like that's just this is how it is. Like, don't you come back and you pretend to be involved and you want to be a part of the team and all that shit that you said last week. And then you pulled you pulled the whole nonsense yesterday with the phone in his pocket when he's training or when he's doing their their um, practice run, and then today he's just showing no effort whatsoever and gets told to get out. So it's like, bro, like, fuck off! Like, it's like I get sick, I'm getting sick and tired of this day because like it's just bringing the whole team down. Like you can tell mm. that it's starting to have an effect on the whole team, the whole franchise, and like to be honest, they're probably the third best team in the East. They're a contender. Oh, in my eyes, they're champions. They're on the fringe of being a championship contender. They don't need this shit, man. Like, it's just, it's bullshit. Like, and then, you know, he's crying about how they don't put the hate of the team around them and all da 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 Though that's apparently the reason why. And it's like, bro, the last four years, like, they've done everything they possibly could to put the team around you. Like, <laughs> they, they let Jimmy Butler walk because you didn't like Jimmy Butler having the ball. You fucking they bring in like all these other things to help you help your game and it still doesn't come to, to fruition like bro fuck out of here just go already like I'll, at this point i'll take the sacramento kings package that has been talked about like just bro you, you can just fuck off straight up <laughs> it it seems so fake like this whole being there like oh let's turn up and not practice like what are you up to like yeah it's just another desperate attempt whether the clutch is in his ear telling him to do this, which I'm I'm sure mm. they are, but it's just another desperate attempt to get him traded and they're just messing with the wrong GM. Like Daryl mm. Morey ain't gonna budge, like mm. and Doc Rivers too. Just, I just yeah. don't under, I I don't understand the reason. Like it's the same reason that's been failing them the last couple of years. Like why all of a sudden this off season has made it to the point where it's not like it's it's not he can't live with it anymore. It's happened in the Boston series two years ago. It happened last on the bubble with the Celtics series. Like it's this has been an ongoing issue in the playoffs the last couple of years. On the Raptors series, like what happened from there till now, they have just become like he's like, nah, fuck this, I can't do this anymore. Like they've done everything they possibly can to put that team around to cater to his needs where it should be the other way around. They should be catering it to their best players' needs, like Joel Embiid's best player. They should build the team around him rather than, you know, some someone that refuses to shoot and now he's just acting like a bitch about it. It's like, 
just get out of here if you're going to feel like that. Like, just go. Like, if, if you've got something going on in your head mentally, okay, go have some time off. Like, go and do that shit. But, like, what you're doing right now, turning up to practice and being a, creating distraction is just not good for the team and the franchise as a whole. Yeah, fully get that, eh? What, what, what would you like to see? Would you rather him just go now? Or would you, like, take a bit of joy in him, like, <laughs> missing, like, half a year, not getting paid? Oh, no, I'm I'm not going to be, like, I'm not that petty. Like, that's just overboard. Like, it's not affecting me and that, that personally. But, like, um, I, like, I, I just want, yeah, I just would rather them make the right, like, just cut their, cut their losses now, you know, package them up. Like, I think that pack, that trade that's always been out there is the Halliburton and um, fucking Bagley and a first for him. Like, just do that. Get it off. Just do it. Get it out of here. Or the CJ McCollum one that's been doing, just fine. Just do something. Move off. Obviously, the two parties can't come reconcile. So just get it over and done with. Move on. See you later. Go have have a good life somewhere else. Just cut your losses. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, what do you reckon, Jacko? Yeah, I reckon they they do need to just get rid of them. Like, because how do you get how do you come back from this? I, like you see Joel and stuff after the, you know, I'm tired of that man. I don't want to hear about that man anymore. Stuff like that. You can't come back from that. No way. There's just not a chance. Your chemistry will never be the same. Just yeah, get rid of him. I want that McCullum deal done because I want to see Simmons with, with Lillard because I need Lillard yeah. to have someone else. I'm sick of watching him with the nice little shooting guard that they're never going to win. And I reckon Simmons could honestly help them a lot like with defense. And that's what they've... <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it's that, that's fine. That's fine, but it's the other side of the court that you have to worry about, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's my yeah. whole issue for the last five years is like, yeah. yeah, it's okay. He does everything else perfectly. He's an A plus, but the one side of the ball where you to be the absolute, you know, best, especially in playoff time, he's an F plus. Like, he's useless in offensively. So it gives yeah. you nothing, and he's showing no inclination to improve that side of his game. So it's like. If you're a team that's looking at him, why are you like? What are you realistically going to give up on? Like, if I was Portland, like, nah, fuck off! I'm not giving up McCollum. Like, you can keep him. Like, I don't want to deal with that. Like, what's yeah. the thing if he gets he gets to your team to Portland, right? And then just decides, oh nah, I don't like Portland. Like, it's it's bullshit. Like, you yeah, wanna, if dangerous. you're a real yeah, if you're a real GM, like a real legitimate GM, you wouldn't trade nothing for him. And that's the problem. There's no leverage on either side, and they're just stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the the idea of Ben Simmons is better than Ben Simmons. I think uh, I I heard someone say that. I was like, yeah, that's it right there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Aiden, what what do you reckon? Yeah, I think I think you guys sort of sort of touched on. It. I think the big thing that uh, I think he's getting sort of bad advice from Clutch. If if it is that, like it is them telling him to do this mm-hmm. shit. Like like what you said, no team's gonna give up. Like Sacramento's not giving up Halliburton, who could be a future star, for a guy who is, you know, having having a cry about everything. Um, yeah, you, unless you, they're dumb. Yeah, yeah. If Vladi was in charge, they would have. Vladi would chuck in like multiple firsts and maybe even De'Aaron <laughs> Fox as well. Um, but yeah, no, nah, it's like it's it's good. It's hard. Like I think Philly has all the leverage because Ben's got four years on his deal. Yeah. Like either either Ben accepts to a ridiculous buyout where he gives up, you know, like however many millions of dollars. Um because there's no way Daryl Morey is is selling Ben for fifty cents on the dollar. 
He's yeah. they they even said today like he's not getting traded unless we get someone who turns us into a championship contender. Oh, oh, that's yeah. a big call. Yeah, um, I do like that. Uh, Joel basically he's yeah in press conference that he didn't mince words eh? he just said I don't care about that man anymore <laughs> yeah. you know like, um, flip, eh? yeah yeah like I'm I'm here to focus on my team you know yeah. I'm not here to babysit him you know let's let's move on so I think he's focused he's not letting it be a distraction anymore yeah, he's so. trying to be the yeah, he's trying to lead the yeah. team eh? like not show you yeah. that it's affecting them but I, it will be like fuck. Yeah, of course. Of course, it's a, a, every after every game you're going to get Ben Simmons questions. It's like the same thing in Brooklyn with Kyrie. Um, yeah. But I guess they they got on top of it quick and you know sent him home and then talked about it. Whereas, you know, this Philly thing's going to be ongoing until some yeah. sort. Of They're lucky happens. though because Katie and Harden, you know, real close. Especially Katie. Katie's so close with Kyrie. Where Simmons yeah. is probably like you know so distant yeah. from them. Yeah, yeah. I I don't Forbes. see anyone on this on on that Philly team liking him after after all this shit. No, that's no. and that's that's who I feel the most sorry for in this section is Embiid because like he's the one that's been putting the team on the their, his back the last four years. He brought them back Absolutely. from the fucking hole that the process created. That you know the ten and seventy two seasons and the thirteen and sixty nine. Mm. Like he was the one that put them on this, the whole city's on his back. Like, and yeah. he's the one, like, he's looking at the situation, like, you fuckers are building around him all the time, like, and for once he said something, like, build around me, I'm the star here, I'm the man, like, you shouldn't be building around a guy that can't do his job properly. Like, this is like in any other job, if you can't do your job, you get get the sack, like, bro, yeah. shooting's a part of the drill, like, you need to know how to shoot in the NBA, especially if you want to play point guard, he's made it abundantly clear, he doesn't want to mm. play power forward. So you, he wants to be a point guard. So, well, what do point guards do nowadays? They shoot. So if you don't want to shoot, then you must fuck you might, have, might as well go and play in the NBL if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, and it and it doesn't even have to be three pointers. Just just change. He needs a mindset change, man. Like, yeah. if, if I was Ben Simmons, I'd come in there. I'd train the fucking house down, man. I'd train the house down. If you want to get traded, prove your value. Yeah, make teams want to trade for you. Like, he's just oh. going about it the total way. I've read the I've read the reports. He's he wants things to all different like how they do around Giannis. But the whole thing with Giannis is that Giannis put in the work to become what he is. Like Ben Simmons has yeah. not shown ever since year one that he's willing to put that work in. And if you go back to scouting reports and his high school coaches saying like he's not that kind of guy. He's not willing to work. He just wants to be. He's comfortable in what he's doing. Yeah. Well, He's tough. He just needs he just needs a go to move at least, bro. They don't even worry about shooting. He needs like a post game or something. He's got yeah. nothing. He's got That's nothing. Yeah, he does. He's got the he goes up for a dunk and passes out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got yeah, the he's dunk got the, pass. He's got he's the, the never open page stick. Yeah. <laughs> um, quickly, uh, speaking of a guy that was mentioned in a in a trade talk there, uh, Bagley. What's up? Just quickly, what's up with the Kings? Like just sitting Bagley all of a sudden too. Just just like oh you're not not part of our roster kings, really yeah, that's 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 weird man kings, like kings. Just, yeah yeah <laughs> it's it, it, it is it's sacramento doing their thing um yeah it, it's really strange because he's actually shown like his numbers i mean they're not like pick him over luca type numbers but like his numbers aren't horrible um i think his his main issue is is staying healthy obviously but to just completely put him out of the rotation, especially if you're trying to trade him, it, 
it makes no sense at all. Mm. Like even last year, he averaged 14 points, seven and a half boards um, while shooting his three-point percentage wasn't great, but 50% from the floor, you know, decent enough. Like, he's not he's not horrible when he's on the floor. Yeah, I saw a bit of him last year, and there was good in the minutes. There was some yeah. good stretches. Like, it's, it's still, you can see it there that he can still become, you know, a solid NBA player. It's just, just weird just right before the season kicks off. Yeah, and, yeah, Twain. Kings are going to be kings, though. Like, just so it's strange. Always- it's always what to do. But then, like you guys have said, like you can obviously see there's been games where he's, you know, filled it up quite a bit and he's done his bit on his, on his side. But the Kings that just look like they're just trying to move off him straight away, which is weird because he's like a, again, a depreciated asset like how Ben Simmons is. Like you would think, you know, you could probably get a team like even your team, pal, like Detroit could grab him for, like I'm sure you guys would grab him for a second round pick. Oh, yeah, second round pick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or even like even um Aiden, your team like you're looking for that big yeah like you should yeah, sure yeah. take a chance on Bagley yeah 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 for like sure. if, you know if if the price is cheap then absolutely so yeah, they're just I, making their value worse by doing what they're doing and the crazy thing is apparently the Kings turned down trade offers at the deadline last year strange they just so refused strange. refused to trade him <laughs> only to like completely sit him out this year it's yeah. Very, yeah, they very don't odd. They don't know what they're doing. Really. They've got this young talent, this young core that's got real potential, and they're just going to mm. mess it up. Yeah. D-Fox will end up leaving. He ain't want to be no king. D-Fox want to be king. He'll go to a big market and, and do well. Yeah, it's some organisation. It's like the Timberwolves say, there's just something about yeah. them, man. Like, you look at right. them on paper, and you're like, oh, yeah, it's good young core coming up, but... Yeah. Then they're coached so, by Luke Walton. That's a big problem. Like, Luke Walton's the worst coach currently in the NBA. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, it's, you know, they've changed GMs. Like, Vladi was terrible at his job. Um, and it's the same in Minnesota. You know, they changed their GMs in that. But the one constant is the owners. Uh, I don't know how, how hands-on the Minnesota owner is, but I know Vivek in Sacramento is incredibly hands-on and also doesn't, really no jack shit about basketball um you oh, might remember the the cherry the, picking the, strategy he he yeah. wanted to do a few <laughs> years ago and then the couple and i think it was 14 or 15 when um Bo- uh, boogie was in the midst of like all nba type season mm. he decides to fire mike malone and mike, mike malone, malone yeah. goes on to be the fucking coach of the denver nuggets and yeah just like dumb shit like that like <laughs> didn't he draft nick stauskas yeah yeah he, he thought yeah. nick stauskas was uh like uh, another coming of Steph Curry type thing. Yeah, it's like <laughs> well, he's playing on the Raptors 905 team at the moment. Like what the yeah. fuck? Like yeah. yeah. Well, healed too. He said healed would be as the next Curry too, but healed's good. Yeah. But healed's a very good shooter. Like I think mm. he he was on to like obviously it was hyperbole, but he was on to something there. But mm. yeah, he was he's he is an elite shooter, but it's like but he yeah, doesn't no, have the what? impact of a Curry. Jeez. I don't. I don't think. I don't think the Kings are going to be good until Vivek sells the team. Yeah. So probably never. <laughs> That's a good segue here to another questionable owner, <laughs> Robert Sava, not giving DeAndre Ayton the max rookie extension. What's up with Sava, Aiden? Like, is he going back to his old ways after they just paid, paid Mikael Bridges? Now I read for for starters the the Bridges 
extension it was very good value four years 90 mil huge w um, huge yeah yeah w. that's a that's massive value but then like, they gave Land, landry shamit four years 43 mil and it, it's not the number value is fine you know a good bench player about 10 mil is, is the right price but like why are you prioritizing him over Aiton? Yeah, um, slap in the face yeah, I did hear that Aiton wanted five years and Sava only wanted to give him three. Um, so that that could be an issue. But I think, you know, like they just went to the finals. He was a massive part of it. Massive, like, bro. Why if he's not just, there, they don't yeah. make the finals. It's that yeah. easy. Like, like why wouldn't was... you just lock it up? He was massive in that Lakers series. Like, he yeah. was, you know, there were times when he was the best player yeah. um, uh, for the Suns. So yeah, no, nah, it's... Um, I think it's a yeah. It, it's probably Sava just being an idiot. I've seen some people say that uh, it's the Suns, you know, playing a wait and see type thing, maybe trying to motivate him so he plays even better in the season, like by playing angry. But I think yeah. they might have fucked it, eh? I, I think they might end up having to. I'm, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun, but they might have to trade him. He said he's very unhappy now. Course yeah. he is, bro. Yeah. It, like he wasn't like just you could honestly I was looking at him as being the finals MVP until you know he started actually playing bad. Mm. But like he was that good. Like he was um, yeah. he was putting up historic numbers. Like he couldn't miss a we're talking twenty twenty games in the playoffs. Like yeah. he was unreal. And you're not even gonna throw him like he's not there. Like that's yeah. a bit of a slap in the face, I reckon. That's crazy. Mm. Yeah, like highest, really... highest field goal percentage in a playoff run or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. like 70%, like in, I think. Yeah, and like in NBA field. history, there was a point where he could have missed like 100 shots in a row and he still would have had the highest. It was something ridiculous. Yeah, something I might ridiculous. Not he was on a roll. Like he was, yeah. and he was just this unstoppable force. And that was helping the, the whole Suns offense. So, yeah, I just don't like, he's like a, you could argue top three center right now and you're not going to throw the book at him. Like, that's pretty crazy. Like you should be overpaying him. That's how it, mm. how it is. Yeah, yeah. Lock him up. You got a freaking nearly forty year old Chris Paul. What you? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Why? Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. And uh, I saw yeah. something today that I think the reason, or I don't know how truthful it was, or someone that works on the Suns beat, um, said that the the reason why he didn't get paid is because Sava kind of blames him for what happened in the finals. But it was like. Hang on, it was Giannis, you know, Giannis was in like going, Bruh. you know, supernova, supernova mode. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing you can do. And then there was no backup sense for him to have a rest. Like Sarich was out. Galen Smith wasn't giving you anything. Like there was no, literally no, but Frank Kaminsky was giving you jack. Like, Giannis was, went to like uh, something like Super Saiyan, bro. Like not even out, like he was out of this world good. I don't think yeah. any team would have stopped him the way he played. He was that That's, good. Yeah, well, that's the point. It was like um, Sava blames him for the finals, and it's just like, well, yeah, because he had no one helping him to back him up. It's a stupid reason. To, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. We'll enjoy not being in the finals again if he goes. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think I'm as high as you guys on him, but damn, it was a great run in the playoffs for sure. And the thing is, like, if it didn't work out, you can trade him. Like, It's still going to be yeah. a decent value. He's young, you know, former, oh, he's number one pick. Right. If they extended him this season, they wouldn't be able to trade him this season. But no. yeah, future, yeah, definitely. yeah, like in the off season, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. If they, you know, got to the playoffs and went out in the yeah. first round, and say Chris yeah. Paul retires, then uh, you know, in a, in a year or two, yeah, 
that's when you that's when you it's can a trade yeah. yeah it's a tradable contract yeah, yeah definitely especially salary caps going up in a, in a year or two anyway so it won't even be as bad yeah like it's, it's actually going to be worse if they don't pay him for a couple of years so theoretically after this season they'll just offer him the um although someone's going to send him an offer anyway and then the yeah. sons will have to match it but Imagine like it, yeah. in, in two years the salary caps going up and the amount you'd have to pay would be even higher yeah, I just think like if 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 you're just gonna have D book and all you got is bridges there, like he's not gonna stick around. You need to have that that solid foundation that they've just already built. Like mm. Chris Paul got you over the hurdle. You also got lucky with injuries. Like don't ruin what you've got. Like you've still got the confidence of being in the finals. You know, like I don't know why you would fuck with that. Why would you mess mm. with your chemistry like that? I don't like that's just stupid to me. Yeah, you just it's... spent. You just spent half, almost a decade out of the playoffs, yes. and then you get back <laughs> yeah. in, yeah. and then you're get ruining to the finals. it again, and then you're ruining it again. This guy must like being a failure. <laughs> I was just about to say that too, Twain. Like, it's been a decade, man, since I've been in the playoffs. Like, yeah. yes, and then they went matched. to the finals, and like, if they can't, if they can't realize that they also got lucky, and that like you got to build on this now. Like, that's huge confidence. Look at the Bucks. Like, they won the chip. People can say it was all injuries, whatever, as well. But like now they're playing like they're champions. Like they're just so confident, and that's what you know. But look at their trades and stuff. They ain't had, you know. They'll sign their their big guys. They don't care. Yeah, yeah. They will throw anything at them, and that's and huge. Got chemistry. Is, yeah, Nigoto is a smaller market too. Even though yeah. Phoenix isn't really that small, but you know it's still not a you know, premier destination. Like yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, just pay your guys, man. The Bucks, the Bucks have done it right, man. And they've retooled and looking really good. And uh, what should we say? Oh, we can have a quick talk about the games today. Any other rookie extensions we need to talk about? Um, uh, Miles Bridges quickly, Aiden. Too. Yeah, that one sounds like it's a mutual decision. Um, Miles Bridges betting on himself. Uh. Uh, reckons you know because he he works really hard at his game he's improved every year so he thinks he can take another leap um but he said today that he's he's happy he's not upset about not agreeing on an extension he wants to uh, spend his whole career in charlotte so yeah there's there's no issues yeah yeah. um brogdon signed a a cheap extension uh two year two year 40 mil something like that that's pretty cheap Um, man for like well how good he is He's yeah, pretty yeah, like, good. He's he's borderline all star. He's knocking on the door. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like what twenty five and five averages, something like that. Uh. And then Grayson Allen, two years, twenty mil. I think he's a perfect fit in uh, in Milwaukee. So I think that's really good value. Bro, that guy's a scumbag. Eh? Like, he's <laughs> oh, yeah. Real, he's just a scumbag. Eh? Yeah. Like, watching him today, he's just he. But he fits perfectly with what they're doing in Milwaukee. But yeah, he's just a scumbag. <laughs> yeah. like this, yeah. He's like a worse version of Pat Bev, to be honest. Yeah. Like, he's pretty, yeah, he's pretty rough. Worse version of Pat Bev. So he's awesome, <laughs> you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> no Pat Bev slams on this he's like, he's like Dylan Brooks, but with better shot selection. I just said that to set Carl off. <laughs> nah, I, I, yeah, like Alan, he he has he has moments. I was listening to the mismatch today, and um, Chris Vernon obviously got to know him covering the Grizzlies, and mm. um, 
he said apparently off the court, Grayson Allen's the nicest guy. Like it, it's funny, and he said on the court he's just really competitive, but also when he gets angry, he turns into an idiot. Yeah, that's 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 the Duke. It's that Duke thing, eh? Like JJ yeah. Reddick was like that. You know, he was yeah. a fucking tool when he was played at Duke, but then he got to the league, and then he sort of had to find his find his niche. He wasn't the man anymore. There's a lot of similarities between him and Reddick's start career for Allen. Yeah, yeah. Allen seems to be um, sorting his shit out. He didn't really. Hmm. It wasn't any issues last last season that I remember. Not since he got kicked out of a summer league game, which was a couple of years ago. Didn't he do something for Trey Young? Most likely. Oh yeah, there was. Yeah. I think. I think it was Isn't an it accidental trip. And um, that was that was before the bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was it, like I saw. I think I might be misremembering, but on the video it looked like an accident. But Trey tweeted it and said, "This mm. is you know this is bullshit." And then Grayson Allen retweeted and apologized like sarcastically, and uh, yeah, so there was a little beef there. But it, to me, it looked like accidental. But you know, with his history, it's easy to see that it could be deliberate. Scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two more quickly. We'll just have a quick chat about Kevin Herder, uh, Aiden. Red uh, value. Yeah. Yeah. Red velvet. Hell's yeah. Four year sixty five. Uh, yeah, real good value. Like he's a guy. If he went on the free agent market, a team's going to overpay him. You know, mm. uh, good size, can handle the ball, good passer, decent defender. Uh, obviously, good shooter, but also really underrated cutting to the basket as well. Like just a decent all-round player. Um, that's really good. good value. Alongside Trey A too. Just yeah, yeah. Locks up solid guard to start alongside Trey for like the next four years. Yeah, Lancers sort of tooling up quite well here. They're, they're locking in their guys and they're not maxing right out either. So they're they're got, showing the suns, you know, showing the suns yeah. out of the door, bro. Yeah, even John yep. Collins, who was adamant about getting the max and then they got him for less than the max. Yeah. <laughs> Locked up Capella too. Yeah. So, and they've got a good call going forward. I know, Twain, mm, too, you weren't too high. I remember at the start of this last season, but obviously they worked their shit out and they're sort of building, oh, they're building something here, eh? I think when we spoke about it last year, it was just before the deadline, and DeAndre Hunter went down injured, and they just fired Lloyd Pierce, and it was just like it was like a nosedive. They weren't even in picture for the playoffs. Mm. That's why I was like, "Fuck, these guys are rubbish." And then like got to the playoffs, and you know, and they just turned it on, and you know, fucking look like you know one of they're one of those smoky teams now, where you know everyone's you know hyping them up a bit. Mm. Yeah. They are. And if DeAndre Hunter comes back like quite well mm. this season, man, the, yeah, I know. Well, we'll get into our team rankings very, very soon. But yeah, I've got them up there. So no, looking forward to it. Um, quickly, one more rookie extension to go. Jarkel, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., four year, 105 million. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good deal. Good deal. Bit of injury. Yeah, Concerns so with, with yeah, but with injuries injuries are such like you know I cannot look at injuries for players because you know like Larry Clay he was the most durable thing ever and then you know all mm, of a sudden boom, in a row. Yeah, yeah but like he was durable as they could come you know Tristan Thompson he's had a little bit of injuries and he was durable for ages and so it's just like yeah injuries are injuries you got to lock him up he's a stretch stretch four can play the five small ball like he is a big man that you want in this league for sure the skill sets 
not many, not many like him. Like he's really good. Also, I'm, 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 I'm not fussed on him. Eh? I'm really? really not fussed on him. Nah. Um, I just, I would, oh, like he's all right, but if he's worth the max, like he he averages four rebounds a game. Like you, I, would, I need more from a big man. That's I mean, just me personally. Yeah. Personally, yeah, and he's, I need a bit more only... defensively. It's a bit more than four, isn't it? Is it like it's, it's six? No, it's four. Oh, it's four. Oh, Curry, I'm looking at it. It's four point seven. Over. Oh wow! How it's many? It's really minutes? low. Uh, minutes is twenty-seven. Oh, twenty-six point nine. So yeah, round up to twenty-seven. It's still low. Yeah, that's really low yeah. for a you know starting level four slash five. I get that he's a stretch four and he's not supposed to you know hang around the hoop that much. But just me personally, I would rather you know if you're going to invest that kind of max money on. I need a little bit more than 4.7 rebounds per game. Yeah, that is tough. Yeah. What do you guys think um, about him alongside Adams? I think that's what he, what he, yeah, I think it's what he needs. He'll do, he'll do well. Cause see, Steven seems to just be, I don't know, rejuvenated almost. Everyone in New, New Orleans now looks sad as shit to me. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Everyone looks sad as over there, but. You know, Brandon Ingram always been playing with his eyes half closed, but now he looks like he's genuinely sad. <laughs> They're gonna miss him, man. Like Adams does all that dirty work for for a team. You need you need guys like Adams in, in your yeah. squad, man. He's yeah. just speaking of Adams, man. Fuck, he looks good in the Grizzlies fucking uni, doesn't he? Man? Like <laughs> it's just made for him, man. Because it, it suits his attitude, bro. Their whole demeanor on the court is like Stephen Adams. Yeah, he's a he's a force. They just yeah. They're just always a grit and grind squad. And he, yeah, he deserves to be in that kind of team. That kind of energy, you know, like, just, yeah, bro. Just, I was watching those Pelican preseason games. I was like, wow. You look good, half eh? Of them, half of them don't yeah. even be there. Not on that team. Brooks, Adams, man. They're um, going to start some fights, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Adam? Uh, underrated thing about Jaron Jackson's contract is it descends in value. So it starts That's off at good, 29 dude. mil. And then down to 27, then 25, and then 23. So uh, it could it's proved to be pretty good in a few years' time. Yeah. So his his goes down when they're going to have to extend Jar. So yeah, mm. I, I think yeah, I, I think there's no injury provisions, which yeah, but like like Jar Cal said, injuries happen. Um, dude's only 21 as well. He could he could figure it all out. Uh, I do agree that the rebounds need to get better. Um, but yeah, he, he it's it's I guess it's a style of play because he plays on the perimeter. He's not really in there mm. getting rebounds, but there's no reason he shouldn't be getting defensive rebounds. I guess a lot of that he's been yeah. playing alongside um, Valanciunas and uh, yeah, well, guys just like that. If he is a stretch four, like if you look at the real you know decent stretch fours in the league, they all mm. hover around about seven, eight, nine, even ten. Yeah, they do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, the perimeter thing, like, you know, because rebounding and, and defense is just effort. You know what I mean? Like, and there's times there when I've watched them, it just, yeah. it looks like he's yeah, just, that, he, he's there and in and out and then sort of thing. That's just me, personally. I yeah. just, I've never no, been no, a big no. fan that, of his. That, that's, that's fair. I, I think, um, yeah, the rebounding is, is an issue, 100%. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think I think the contract is good value overall. He's only 22 um really good shooter was looking really good in the bubble before he went down with an injury like was mm. was lighting it up um good defender can probably get better there apparently has grown is like supposedly seven foot one now oh wow which is insane yeah Jesus Christ. well he's listed at six eleven. so but 
um Dylan Brooks said he came in and he'd grown like an inch or two. So yeah. I, I think the value's good, but it's yeah, that those rebounds have to go up. Definitely. Yeah, so like you said, he's twenty and yeah. it's not like he's a finished product, he's really raw, so there's yeah. heaps of chance for him to improve his yeah. so but just at the moment it's just uh, you know, if, yeah. if he's the number two option on your like I just need a little bit more. Yeah. You, you know Dylan yeah. Brooks is number two option now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 1.5. <laughs> 1.5, yeah. After, yeah, after Adams for sure. <laughs> you just need you need a Jaron just a, like with the the way their team is structured, you have to have it because we've seen what a non-shooter power forward Zion does next to Steven and it's not good. Mm. Yeah, you need that, you need that stretch. Yeah. Otherwise it gets very ugly. Yeah, especially mm. with iffy shooters too. I mean Jar, Dylan Brooks, like there's a lot of iffy shooters on that Grizz team, so yeah, you do need that, yeah, that big distraction floor too, um, um, especially the way Jack thing, plays. Yeah, another thing. So with um, in in matchups where like say Adams is maybe a bit too big, a bit too slow, um, you can actually you just move Jaron to the five. Like he's he's yeah. pretty versatile in that sense. But I guess yeah, then that's when the rebounding's got to step up if he's your mm. your main big, but. Yeah, I, I, I like it, eh? I, I like the signing. Yeah, that descending contract is really nice. Quickly, uh, yeah, opening day today. Um, Jarkel, you watched watch both games, man. Um, the Bucks just kicking it straight into gear, man. <laughs> yeah, like champions, like the champions should, I feel like, you know? Yeah. There shouldn't be shouldn't be anyone with more confidence and chemistry than the championship team. That's just kind of just how it should be you know they've only lost you know like pj and stuff although that's big pieces but Giannis is like yeah now he plays pressure pressure free you know there's no he can't even be criticized about anything anymore because he is a champ finals mvp and he's still so young and like yeah you can just tell it in his game he's just confidence in the jumper and if he's got that i just yeah i i think we are looking at the next scope He's gonna get in those conversations if he wins another two or three, especially if he's got no finals losses too. Like he's gonna yeah, be man. up there because the accolades will come, like the MVPs and the defensive player yeah, of the years. He's, they're already he's, there. He's always yeah. in the run. He's, he's already got two two MVPs, the finals MVP, yeah, defensive, defensive player, player of the year. year. Like yeah. yeah, it's that's right there. Now it's just winning more. I think me and you spoke about this, Aiden, when they won the. Chip, we said that his resume right now is Hall of Fame worthy. So if he just yeah. adds on top of that, if he yeah, yeah if he retired tomorrow, like that's still Hall of mm. Fame for sure. Yeah, and he and a lot, you know, a fifty-point game and a closeout finals win, like yeah, no, that's no joke. That is no joke. Like yeah. historic, bro. Like if if that's what you know, his very first finals, that's crazy to think. Because yeah. mm. LeBron's first two finals, he shat the bed. You know what I mean? And he's still up in the goat case. And you look at Giannis, the first time he gets to the finals, he doesn't just play good. He plays unreal. Dominant. And with the team that drafted him too. And that's that's another point too. Another huge point. It all counts. Like, yeah, he's he's done it all already. That's the crazy thing. So now it's just adding to that legacy and and getting himself up there. He's going to be on that table. He will be up there. He really so, only needs another one, and then it's like, think, you know, we're up yeah. there. The craziest thing is he's only not even, he's about to turn 27. Like, yeah, in a, in a month. 
That's oh, two, a month or two, yeah. So like, you know, he's he's still so young. He could realistically get another like three, four titles. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's insane. And and yeah, like the jump shot, he looks way more confident. There's no hitch in it anymore. Like he's he's a lot more confident. Literally one dribble, stop, yeah. pull up, and it looks just way smoother. Yeah, I've seen it compared to Middleton's, and it looks it looks very similar to Middleton's. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you know so, they've been working, and he yeah. just yeah. I think the coolest thing is that he went and won a title, and then didn't take it easy. Obviously, worked really hard to improve the main weakness of his game. Yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah, I love it. I love it. He went. He still yeah. went and played FIBA. He still went and you know he's just working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just um, working. Yeah, maybe. No, I, maybe. Don't, I don't know how anyone can dislike him, eh? Like people talk shit about him all the time on Twitter. Uh, yeah. I, I don't understand it, man. And that's just because of the whole, you know, he's got no bag, and that that whole <laughs> thing's gone now. You know what I mean? Is, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he's got a bag now. <laughs> he had no bag, and he dropped fifty in the fight with no moves. He got no moves. Uh, MJ didn't win till he was twenty-seven. LeBron didn't win till he was, I think, he was twenty-six. So you know, same age as Giannis. Like, mm. man, I think Giannis has to be. Like, if he wins again this year, like, yeah, you have to start talking. Yeah. Like he's, man, he's, he plays for another eight years or whatever. Talking, talking what? Like, let's, you know, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about, like, greatest board ever? Like, because I, there's that man from San Antonio that wore 21. I still think he's the best board ever. He'd have to get even close to that to even eclipse him. Like, that's what, five championships Duncan won? Yeah, five championships. I mean, yeah, Larry Bird for me, I'd have higher than Duncan personally for four. Yeah, same. But, uh, powerful. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm the same. But Tim powerful. Duncan. Tim Duncan's definitely the best. So, so over under the next, I don't know, ten years, three titles. I like that. I think three's fair. Um, man, yeah. it's still hard to win a champ, but championship, but. Man, the way they're going, like, and it's not just Giannis too. It's the dudes on their team. Like Middleton looked bloody excellent today, from what I saw. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're making the right moves, like Grayson Allen. You know, like, yeah, the Bucks just they're doing shit right, and they still had a guy Bud who everyone wanted fucking sacked, and they won the finals. And uh, still good at that. There was some stuff he was doing today that was pretty funky. Like he left, <laughs> um, he left Giannis's brother out there way too long. Like Giannis's brother's like okay. Yeah. I get it, but like he left them out there way <laughs> too long. I think <laughs> a lot of that is the they're missing. Um, they got they got two guys out with injury, which I think is why uh, Thanasis got minutes. And Drew got hurt too. Eh? Drew got hurt. Yeah, too, Drew yeah. got hurt as well. So I think that's a big part of it. Um, who's who's out? Uh, Bobby Portis and yeah, and uh, someone else. I can't remember who. Oh. The other guy, I don't even, I don't even care. It's Semi Ojale. I don't, I don't give a oh, shit. Ojale, yeah, no, don't need to count Ojale. That, that's the one critique I have about their team is that they replaced PJ Tucker with Semi Ojale. Oh, yeah. Jordan Nora dude looks any decent? He looked good. He, he looked really yeah. good. He yeah. looked really yeah. good. Uh, he's coming off, you know, you talked last week, Twain, about the Olympic bump. He's coming yeah. off a really good Olympic. <laughs> Patty yeah. Mills, bro. Dude yeah. comes in seven or seven yeah. from three. Unreal. I'm, I love the Olympic thing. Like, if you have a good Olympics and you come back, I always feel like that's like a good sign for your season going uh, forward. It's, it's, it's 
proven proven well so far. Yeah, proven Jordan and Petty, they're both bloody crazy FIFA yeah. players. Yeah. Uh, so with uh, Nets, with the Nets, any thoughts there? Like yeah, they'll, any, they'll, anything they'll, they'll to be, read? Uh, that'll be fine. Aldridge bro. looks bad. Yeah, Aldridge, yeah, he looked rusty, as, but that'll he be fine. really bro. bad. Like, Katie's still just ridiculous. Yeah. Harden's ridiculous. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm not worried about them, but I think it's more they're trying to figure out their lineup too. Bruce Brown only got four minutes. Yeah, um, rubbish that. My my theory is that they're trying to see what the rest of their rotation will look like because James Johnson got 21 minutes, and that's yeah. not going to be a regular thing. Well, it just doesn't make so, sense because Bruce got high minutes in the playoffs. Like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, like that's. I think it's more, you know, seeing what Aldridge still has and whether James Johnson's worth time. Even Millsap only got five minutes. Uh, he he looked pretty decent in the um in the preseason as well. Millsap, yeah, he yeah. looks like he's still. He he looked like he had a bit of burst that he had lost in Denver. Yeah, because mm. Aldridge was looking like a snail out there. Uh, Aldridge, was, Aldridge looked bad. He was so slow. Flexen was a bit really rough bad. to watch too. Like that was a bit of a rough watch. Just but he's just young. Like it yeah, was just, yeah. like some of the rotations he was missing. Like uh, who's like that? Sorry, ro- Claxton. Um, Claxton, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was just yeah. a bit well, late he, on his rotation. Well, he got he got a nice start to the game. Giannis little center oh, shit. Yes, <laughs> incredible. Yeah. They probably probably destroyed his confidence straight away. And it doesn't help. He didn't he get yammed on? Didn't he get dunked on? Yeah, I think he got dunked on. Yeah, so he... yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, like. Yeah. Lakers Warriors, or is Aiden yet someone else? Oh, there? I was just going to say, Javon Carter also got 19 minutes, ended up with no points, minus 29. <laughs> Javon yeah. Carter? Yeah. Come on, guess, bro. I, I think he's actually a decent sort of, like, Defender. insurance guard. Yeah, know, he like ain't like getting like 19 team. minutes, though. No, no, no. no. It's it pretty crazy. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, came up goose egg, minus 29. <laughs> It's uh, the the worst actual plus minus um in the whole in the whole game. I think <laughs> like Nash isn't afraid to experiment in it. Uh, experiment, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's uh, what I think was happening today. Yeah, because they, they have to because Kyrie's gone. Like they know that. Yeah. So I think yeah they have to start because if there's not if nothing's working right now they need to make trades and they will. Yeah. You got you got Katie and Harden like it's time to go. They can still win the chip just with those two. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Warriors Lakers. Twain, uh, any thoughts out of that game? Um, no, it's sort of the sort of the same buzz that the Nets were or Nash was doing with the Nets. I think the Lakers were sort of doing the same thing. They were just trying to figure out some shit. Um, I did not understand why they started DeAndre Jordan. Like <laughs> DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan's been washed for like three years. Yeah. Why did you start him? You know, that's like Dwight Howard would have been a start. Yeah. Start him, him, and uh, DJ is him. now, he's a minute spurt guy now, bro. Like, yeah, it's all he can bring. Nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it was pretty cool. Like, LeBron looked pretty good. Like, he was really good in that. He looked really half. good. Yeah. Um, and it was just funny because, like, the Warriors ended up winning and Steph didn't really have a good offensive game. Like, yeah, he had 21. Get a triple double, but it was like there was a lot of stuff that he was he was missing quite a few shots, mm. and you know, the Warriors were right. yeah, and then the Warriors just you know went to the bench and you know they got fifteen from you know fifteen eleven from Belitsa, twelve from Mikadala, you know fifteen from Damian Lee, like their bench came, really came through, whereas the Lakers bench did nothing, you know they didn't even have a guy get over double digits off their bench, which 
is a bit of a concern. And just again with Westbrook, just it's just a weird fit with that roster. Like I don't like it. I don't know. It might take yeah. a few few months to figure out. Who knows? But um, yeah. if the ball's not in his hands, like what what is what is his purpose? What is his use? Like in that team, he doesn't like rolling off ball. He doesn't do any cuts or anything. It's just just a really mm. weird fit with that roster. Mm. Yeah, if, in Houston. Oh, sorry, you go. Um, if if Russell and LeBron are out there, you can't play Jordan or Dwight. You just can't. No, no. Like if, there's no reason to start DeAndre Jordan. You're not paying him a big contract. You're paying him minimum. Just yeah. He's he's pure insurance. That's it. Bro, Marcus Hall was a way better fit. I don't even care if he's a year older than he was last year. When he was starting center, the Lakers were first in the league before. 80s injury, they were playing amazing with him at the five because at least he can stretch the floor. And you yeah. need that with Russ at least. Like you can't be giving him these dudes who can't even catch lobs anymore. Mm. And and like and, yeah, just no spacing. Yeah. Russ is just yeah, he looks lost as shit out there, and it's gonna look like that for a while. Mm, it's a strange fit, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe yeah, maybe it is just a bit of experimentation. See who they can play. The, um, the 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 craziest thing about seeing Westbrook struggle out there is that the Lakers literally could have had Buddy healed and still kept KCP. Yeah. Which is way better fit. Way yeah. better fit. Yeah. And, and the, yeah, the, the, the deal was Kuzma and Trez for Buddy healed. Um, and that was, that was agreed upon. And then the Lakers backed out and chucked in their best perimeter defender yeah. and a reliable shooter to go and get a guy that doesn't fit. Yeah, and I, I thought it was maybe because Bron's he's willing to, like, give up that having the ball so much. Mm. And then dude comes out here, he's dominant as, and, like, yeah. it doesn't look like he's going to give up the ball. So then it's like, why have you got Russ? Like, and you got you just went and got Rondo. He's coming on the court holding the ball. I'm like, yeah. why is Rondo on the court with DJ and Russ? <laughs> what is going on? Like, this, you yeah. can't even be – this ain't an experiment. You know damn well it's not going to work. Yeah, it's not I think it just gets <laughs> to the point that Anthony Davis needs to harden up and just play center. Like it just has to come to oh, like, yeah, that would unlock it. That's un- yeah, that'll un- but that's the again, thing. Like, yeah, he won't do it. He said he's going to, and then it comes to when it's time, and it's like, oh nah, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, like, that'll unlock them because then at least Russ can. He's got a stretch for LeBron. That's the only way yeah. it can work. So yeah, you, you start. AD at center, and then you can you can put like Monk in the starting lineup, or even Avery Bradley. You like some shooting. Avery came well, on with those like, two big threes. Hmm. Man, he was nice. Like I saw the like the team they chatted out this was today, and like Kent Bickmore started the game. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> like he was the starting he, shooting guard. Yeah, yeah, he shouldn't be starting two yeah. guard at this point. He's more of a eleventh, tenth man at best. Like he should yeah. be, you know, starting Malik Monk if, if that's the Yeah, and they got to half time the and Monk had two oh, he didn't even have a shot, I don't think. He didn't get a shot Yeah, he ended up with bro, he, he ended he up with five shoot. shots, two hit two threes. Oh, he needs um, Russ's twelve. Russ needs to literally yeah. just turn into a playmaking demon and that's almost it, you know? And then the odd little post up if he's got a little guard on him. He just can't be shooting. Like he's not the last three years, he's been shocking. Shooting wise, it's just not, it's not even there at all anymore. So it's, he's going to have to change his game. I'm looking at, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I'm looking at something here with Russ that he is a, a, one of the worst guards that, like, least amount of guards that cuts. And that's exactly what he should be doing. He mm. should be cutting yeah. all yeah. the time. 
they're, you know, he actually did like the something, you know, like because he's quite yeah, a big yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, like do yeah. something there to was, move around. You yeah. can't be just standing on the corner and dribbling the air out of the ball. Yeah, yeah. There was actually a, a stint when Houston, when he, him and his one season in Houston, um, mm. where they actually everything started clicking. Uh, he was actually doing a lot of cutting, and it was obviously working. And um, yeah, they sort of need to figure that out. Like that's what he's yeah, going to have to yeah. do. Like him and standing then, yeah, in the corner. Or the small ball. He doesn't do things. Yeah, that small ball uh, lineup when they first started it, and he was playing well before the injuries and stuff, and then before bubble, obviously. But like here, yeah, he was playing amazing just because they they had spacing. Like, and then he can cut and stuff. Like, if he's going to yeah. be cutting now, it's like DJ's in the paint, Dwight's in the paint. Like, it just it's probably never going to work. Like only for small spurts, but he he needs the spacing. Otherwise, he's the you know the space killer himself, mm. and, mm. and it's just a bit of a shit show. Because you could just play a zone and like literally just zone in on AD and LeBron pretty much. Just leave yeah. these leave these dudes wide open. Especially Russ, he was getting left open in the second it's, half. It's it's actually what the Lakers did to him. Yeah, uh, to him in the bubble in the playoffs. Yeah. Literally, and it's like, and it's like come on, like LeBron must know space. that, you know what I mean? Like, come yeah. on, he's not gonna, he's gonna know that. So it's like, what's his plan? Because I get Vogel's the coach, but LeBron has to see that, and AD has to see that of what they I'll actually. What, I'll tell you what his plan is. When they, if it gets really bad to the point that they're dead, <laughs> he's trading everyone. Just like they did in 2018. Like this, this team gives me mad 2018 Cavs vibes. Like. Yeah, the, you know that year where they brought Dwayne Wade in and Derek Rose and you know yeah. Jay Crowder and it gives, yeah. this team gives me that kind of vibe. And if they're you know just above five hundred or or that, I can see LeBron being like, "Fuck, get us, get this guy out of here. I want someone else." <laughs> like, yeah. geez, I just get mad vibes with this team. It's just too old. They're old. It's an old team. Yeah, Melo. Yeah, like Melo. I mean, Ariza when he comes back. Yeah. Dwight Howard. That's why I think they should lean on Malik Monk and lean on Kendrick yeah. Nunn. Yeah, yeah, lean on yeah, these none, kids. injured at the moment, but yeah, TST's yeah, injured. Back. Like when they come oh, back, yeah. lean on them. Just get yeah. to the playoffs and then use go. Because yeah. yeah, watching AD and Tron today, it was like wow, like they're gonna be a problem come playoffs if they're healthy. Obviously, like they just they're still just stupid good, and all they need uh-huh. is Russ to find his role. If he finds his role, then they're gonna be dangerous. But he can't be taking 12 shots. I don't even think 12 shots, that's too much for me, like for him. If I was the coach, I'd be wanting him like six shots and then him just being this playmaking point guard. The answer just... is Siku Dumboya. <laughs> yeah, chuck Siku in there. <laughs> I hope he gets a run soon because, yeah, I feel like he'll make a huge difference. He's actually what they need. I think I said it before he signed there too. I was like, they actually need a big wing, you know, plays defense, cuts. Yeah, his shooting needs to improve, but. Other than that, like it's all there. If Iggy can get away with it, like those kind of players, I think his shot's better than Iggy too. Um, his percentage isn't there, but it'll come. Yeah, real quick. So last season, Anthony Davis had a pretty poor shooting season. Today, he was one of five from three and two of seven from the free throw line. Free throw. Is there? He still finished with thirty-three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of that was was inside like dunks and shit. But is mm. is 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 there? Do they need to worry about his shooting or what's? Nah, I don't think so. That's I, rusty. I just find it, just on Anthony Davis, I find it hilarious that Charles Barkley still calls you close. Like that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole time he's calling his feet. Hilarious. <laughs> Gotta love Charles. Um, Jacquel, you got a little announcement too with um 
2K, doing, yeah, doing well, a tournament. Got a, got a Oceana uh, My Team League, so like for the game mode on 2K, just just something to try and get like a little comp scene going, but also, you know, just also for like casuals that actually don't really have time to play the game, just to get in for like prizes. So yeah, I'm, nice. I really want to run something like this, just because yeah, we have nothing, bro. Like they have the big 250K tournament, but it's not even actually possible for us pretty much have to almost cheat to actually make it from our reason you pretty much have to like boost games on the day but yeah so it's going to be giving players something to go for you know sweats i probably won't even be able to play just because it's so much admin to actually run the whole thing but yeah. like yeah i'd, I'd be willing to do that because yeah, it's something that i feel like fuck we need because yeah, 2k is not going to do it for us and no one else is going to do it so get a runner yeah how, how much uh, does it involve like what so you sort of are you doing pro program and my team or yeah so we're doing just... program as well so that's um bro yeah. rk and he'll be doing that side i'll be playing probably program because i'll be playing for obviously fiddle um and the team that we're gonna assemble for fiddle and then we'll i'll probably be playing that more and then just admin for my team even though my team is my game mode i just yeah it just takes up too much time like literally yeah. Yeah. i'd rather just run that tournament play play for program all i gotta do is sharp and play and then just see, but Prime Prime will be cool there too, like for us to actually get something going. But because we want it to be like a consistent thing, you know, and yeah, as almost professional as you can, and just see, yeah, give people something to play for, man. Like, like, so many people spend countless hours on their damn game and don't do shit with it, you know. <laughs> like, there's just no, they're just playing the play. Yeah. So you're just giving them something, you know. We're gonna do little like giveaways, incentives to play, just for even just showing up, you know. Like we want to do nice. that. Cause that's the only way you know like i'm trying to aim for the, the more casual player and the, the mid-tier kind of player because like you know sweats the top tier players they're going to come play no matter what they don't give a fuck yeah it's more i need to aim for that that lower crowd because that's that's how you grow a community and actually grow our region because yeah otherwise if, it's, if i'm just catering to all the big dogs then yeah, it's not really going to do very well yeah you sort of can put off guys that you know might have a bit of potential or something eh? and you just get put yeah. off they just get smoked by a smoke yeah as by a sweat that's on there 24 7. yeah um so what platform will you be running it on uh new so generation the, stuff or yeah i think for program i think they're going to do a bit of both so ps4 and ps5 and it's all just going to be playstation and then uh, my team will just be focusing on next gen even though there's probably still more players on current gen so yeah it's a bit of a Bit of a pickle. Need those damn yeah. PS5s. To hurry up and <laughs> yes. get shipped. Same here. Yeah. Need to get one soon. Some stage. Yeah. Um, so when cool. when are you thinking uh, it's going to be launching? So this will probably be in November sometime. Probably halfway through November, I'd say. So a couple because it'll be season two of uh, 2K. So we're going to be dropping it in there sometime, and then you yeah, hopefully we get everything going. We're going to try to get like highlights and stuff from people and try and make little highlight reels plays of the week players of the week just try and make it actually you know feel like you're in a league nice you know build something like that so, yeah. so you sort of based like, it off the the nba 2k league just your own vision yeah, sort of yeah. just yeah. Our, our own kind of vision want to have stats you know of players who are playing well and just try and yeah try and build that because that's kind of what's what's missing you know like most people are just yeah literally just playing the play and it's like I give you something to play. It's competitive, but you all can you can just win prizes just from showing up, stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, so where do people check out to 
come and come and check out the tournament or uh, so be, sign up. Yeah, it'll be once because uh, there isn't an actual sign up for the tournament yet. But yeah, victory up, uh, victoryup.com. That'll be where um, the actual sign ups are, and then just yeah, victory up on Twitter, and then obviously Notorious God on Twitter, and then yeah, up, just yeah, on there, yeah, just building it. I've already got quite a few people for my team, so that's good. Like, good to nice. know. And to see five dollar entries, and there'll be um, probably PSM voucher. I think we'll be doing a few of those, just as just for just entering, you know, and just retweeting and stuff like that. So yeah, it'll cool. be dope. Nice. Looking forward to that. We'll share that around and stuff too when you when it kicks off. Um, NFTs, man. Like <laughs> if if anyone follows you on Twitter, you know that NFTs is a is a major subject, man. Like yeah, it's taken over my. What's going on with it, man? I can't. I can't keep up, man. My head explodes though trying to bloody keep up with yeah, it. Um, no, well, at all, yeah, it all because last time I was in here, I was, we were talking about Top Shot. You know, I can give a quick update on that. Just Top Shot's been yeah doing his thing, you know, and runner back uh, packs just come out, so they throwback moments. Um, Rip Hamilton, players like that. Um, who was there? Like Alan Iverson, Shaq got his first moment. So yeah, it was quite a big um, pack drop. So that's um probably what last week I think last Friday or Saturday, so yeah that's quite a quite a historic thing for Top Shot and that's doing well. But yeah, NFTs I got into not long after our last podcast because I think I actually told you yeah that I'd find out about the these NFTs selling for crazy money. Well, I researched and then hello I fall into the rabbit hole because <laughs> I go and make my first ever purchase and I was like oh this is pretty cool. You just get into like little communities for each NFT kind of thing. And I, I got into a Discord and then yeah, it was kind of from there, I was just like, okay, my LeBrons have been sitting at the same price for like a couple months now. So I was like, I'm just going to sell a couple and then take that money out and I'm going to invest it in these NFTs. And then one thing led to another. I get another NFT for like $60. I paid, paid like a little gas fee to get it minted and then I sold that for like 1500 And then I moved on oh. to another one. And I made like another couple grand and I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty like, it's fun and it's pretty easy. Like once you get into it, it's easy. But it's the the whole learning process is the daunting thing. It's just yeah. like learning all about just all of this shit. Like it's honestly unreal. And then I found Vivi, which is digital comics. So it's pretty much like Top Shot has its own app though. And you just collect uh, collectibles and comics. And just, yeah, they have drops almost every second day. Um and these drops are at like 4 a.m. New Zealand time now. So I'm getting up literally every <laughs> single morning, going yeah. doing the drops. They sell out in one second every day. Every oh, time wow. you're on, they sell out in one second. So you're literally just spamming on my phone at like 4 a.m. <laughs> and then I, if I either get it, I get it. And then I find out when I wake up because I get straight back to bed. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's just been NFT after NFT. And then just now Coinbase, a big crypto website, is starting their own um, NFT market. Uh, they've signed a big deal with NBA as well to do some sort of crypto thing with them. So, yeah, it's just forever fucking growing. And just honestly, my advice to anyone that's ever going to start it, like, just be prepared to just get on this train that just never stops. That's how I see it. Because you it's will what? just keep learning shit. It just doesn't stop. Yeah, it's it's crazy to keep up with, man. It's insane. So I've bought two packs on Top Shot. That's as far as I've gone, but... Um, <laughs> Twain, yeah, I'm waiting, 
Twain, have you uh, seen anything? Have you got involved, man? Or what? What's your? No, nah, I'll yeah. leave that to you guys. I've, I'm, <laughs> I've, I've got my um, I got my Jordan addiction to pay off, so I'm good with the, the cards at the moment. So, hey, that's yeah, a man's got addiction truth. anyway. Yeah, Jordan's the, he's a premium of premium, though. Yeah, At least I'll you're not collecting the Frank Kaminsky's. These people, they're probably actually <laughs> collecting the things. <laughs> yeah, so I'll just stick to the shoes for now. <laughs> Can't go wrong, man. Can't go wrong with us. Uh, Aiden, NFTs, man. I know you bought a pack on Top Shot. <laughs> well, he yeah, missed I've out on the bloody... And... He missed out on the free money. You both did literally probably a day late. You sort of made an easy eighty dollars or whatever. Yeah, I got I because I got the free WNBA thing, but it ended up only being worth about eighteen bucks, and so yeah, I bought that and I bought another pack, and I didn't get shit out of it. So I haven't been back <laughs> in since. Yeah, I did I get two packs. And... I got um that Cole Anthony game winner on my second pack. Oh, you did? That's nice. Yeah, yeah, I think it was worth it's worth like twenty bucks or something. Yeah, yeah. But I saw, yeah, oh, top, that's cool. Top shots, yeah. Top shots a bit of a like if you don't hit the serial, like a very low serial on anything, it's probably more than likely not going to be worth much. And the market doesn't really move much. Like my LeBrons have sat at the exact same price for like the last couple of months. They they obviously boomed, and that's how I made a couple of thousand. And then I sold a few, but like otherwise they just sit there, you know, the same price. If I didn't take that money out, sell the LeBrons, and like experience all these other things, like fuck. Like if I had found VV back when I joined Top Shot, I would yeah, literally be rich right now, like filthy yeah. rich. But it's Spawn like into that. yeah, yeah. I just never expanded or even thought to like look outside of Top Shot. You know, like obviously, hello, here's a, a NFT thing. Like there's got to be more, or there's got to be other brands and yeah, VV and just all these other ones. So, so got for, other... for a newbie man coming in to start it, what, where do you recommend just going just the uh... Just to get things on the on the, oh, on the honestly, I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even because <laughs> it seems you. insane, eh? Like, yeah, like, like these different NFT places to go. Yeah, bro. Like these, so there's obviously different websites now. Like that you can go on to get them. There's obviously there's so many because there's so many like money. You know, there's money hungry people and everything. So these celebs that join the <laughs> NFT world and then two weeks later they're making their own NFT. And it's all about money for them, you know, like Shaq just coming. He bought a couple and then all of a sudden he's got his one coming. Like that's all money, bro. A Wizards player, I think Brady Beal. Um, John Wall's getting called out for stealing like ideas um, from oh, Brady other NFTs. Oh, nah, nah, he was stealing it off um, like just these little artists. Because obviously it's about artists mostly. You know? NFTs are literally just art that someone makes these certain <laughs> artists. And yeah, John Wall got pretty much called out from the NFT community and just share this. But there's nowhere that I could just send someone to like go and learn, you know what I mean? Like I just learned it from from me. I made mistakes <clears throat> on a couple of purchases. I, <clears throat> but I had to learn like kind of that way. I guess you kind of have to learn that way. Yeah. Because I, I don't even think the richest people in the NFT space don't even know what they're doing, if you know what I mean. So. It's there's a, a lot new of, hero, yeah, new frontier. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. There's a lot of luck. There's a lot of kind of just getting it right, and then you get things wrong, and then that's just how you learn. Like honestly, and and yeah, it's it's so new. All of this shit's so new. But yeah, it's just I'll tell you what. But these these top shot utilities can keep improving. These are getting awesome. Like the free tickets to games and stuff. Fuck. 
if that's how I get to an NBA game, I'll take it. <laughs> For sure. That's how I get there one day. Nice. Yeah, just yeah, maybe just search it up on Twitter if anyone wants to get into the NFTs and <laughs> check it out. But just be careful, eh? You don't fall into that rabbit hole, man. <laughs> yeah, just have a budget. That's what I recommend. All right, yeah. well, let's get, yeah, let's get into our main part of the podcast. We've been chatting about a few things here. Now, we've all put together our team power rankings, 1 through to 30. I've uh, totaled up everyone's, uh, yeah, rankings and then i've come out with an average ranking between all four of us so i'll start from number 30 um i'll announce the team and then if anyone sort of got them a lot higher than uh than the rest i'll sort of go to them to see why they think that they should be ranked that highly so let's kick it off number 30 just any guesses first up from you boys um i can't even came remember in last. i can't even remember who i put it 30 I think I was thinking about it for ages. I think it's like one of three teams. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Mm. Like Orlando, Houston, or OKC, one of those. Mm. Yeah, it's one yeah, of those. I, I looked at Houston. I was like, nah, not this year. I feel like they've got the young players to to stay off last. It'd have to be Orlando, surely. Aiden. Just tough. Uh, am I saying my pick or who I think is last? Who, who just yeah? Who do you think? Uh, I think, I think it's OKC. Yes, Jack Jack on the money. It's Orlando. Um, Aiden, you had them highest at twenty eight. Okay. I had them last. <laughs> Twain had them last. <laughs> Aiden, Aiden <laughs> had them kind. Aiden had them two games out the playoffs. Two oh, games, yeah. So not much we really need to talk there, boys, about Orlando. Very young, and they're obviously it's more, rebuilding it's more too. injuries for me too. Because do they have Isaac back here? I don't think he's starting. He's I don't he's, think he's, he's he is still injured. I don't know when he's back. Yeah, yeah. See, like he's massive. What about faults? He back? He's injured. Oh yeah, no, nah, they're they're it's toast. A, it's a total rebuild. Yeah, because uh, they were building nicely. I like. I really liked their team. Faults was hooping. Cole Anthony, yeah. Wendell Carter. So, so their injury report as it stands now is Michael Carter-Williams, which is no loss, really. Um, <laughs> Mark Markel Fultz, Jonathan Isaac is not due back till three months. It says he's oh, not. Jesus. Oh, three away. Wow. Yeah. It's one more. And Shuma Okeke's out. Of... But, yeah, wow. like, yeah, it's, it's, they just stink. Like, they're just horrible. Like, look at their <laughs> roster. Like, yeah. who, like they, they've got, this is like the 10th year in a row where they've just gone ahead and just signed all these <laughs> or traded for all these guys and there's just like no like clear cut clear cut pen like they've got RJ Hampton <laughs> Markel Fultz Paul Anthony and just drafted Jalen Suggs like fucking talk about a yeah. backlog of point guards it's just no plan and they got no Vucevic anymore are you they're definitely yeah. going to last they, they, they stink they're going to probably be like a 21 team at best and watch him trade. Of, They'll trade Bamba and he'll play mean wherever he goes. He had a good preseason. Um, I can yeah. sort of understand, like, that you just sort of want to gather talent rather than position. But, um, yeah, they, they'll they need to start finding a direction when this roster's soon. Like, even guys like Okeke, I think, could be really good. But, yeah, they just need to just work out what they're going to do once they know yeah. who they want to keep. Well, them drafting yeah, yeah. Yeah, another point guard, that must mean that Fultz is going to be out for a long time. That must be their thinking. 
because otherwise, yeah, that just doesn't. Well, they picked him up. Or I think they... they just drafted the best available player. To be honest, <sighs> this ain't two K, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's to a total rebuild. But to be fair to Jalen Suggs, like he was the, probably the best college player college mm. last year. Like he he got them all the way to the national title game. Um, I get mad uh, Malcolm Brogdon vibes with him. He's a, he's a bit on the older side rather than on the younger <laughs> side. Um, he all can right. be good, but then again, it's just like just looking at these teams. Like they've got Robin Lopez on the team. <laughs> More, I I assume the Moritz and Franz Wagner are brothers. I, I guess yeah. they're brothers. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah. Are. And like the only good player on their roster is like Terence Ross. Like he's a god, though. It's just everyone just stinks. <laughs> like they got it wasn't Ignis Brizardicus. He was from the Knicks at one point. Like he stinks. <laughs> I can't. He doesn't win less than twenty games. Well, you did pick them last, bro. So yeah, <laughs> they, they stink. All right, on to number twenty nine. Another very young rebuilding squad. We had Houston coming at number 29. Uh, Twain, you actually had them highest at 28. Yeah, Aiden and Jarko had them at 30. I had them at 29. Mm. Uh, yeah, another total rebuild. Obviously, Jalen Green's the main man there. Mm-hmm. But they've got some other nice pieces in uh, Sishengun and uh, Josh Christopher. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. Kevin Porter Jr., yeah, twenty nine and uh twenty eight to twenty uh thirty is like actually tough, like because I feel like Houston, yeah, could could actually do quite well. There's a plan. Like you can see there's a plan. Like yeah. you look at Orlando, like again, don't want to half back to Orlando, but Orlando looks like they're all over the shop. Whereas Houston, you look at their roster, you can actually see there's a formings of a plan. Like they've got a really nice, you know, starting five. You know, they're going to try and spit, spread the floor out and get some shooting going, but yeah, it's just they just see like you on Carl said, they're just a really young team that's gonna take time. But having, you know, Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr. as your main pieces, that's not a bad place to start if you're in the rebuilding buzz. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh we'll move on there. Uh and obviously the next young rebuilding team we've got is number twenty eight, OKC. Aiden, you had them the highest at twenty seven. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. Our, our bottom teams are all consensus mm. as they're really consensus these three bottom teams um as as we all sort of guessed yeah. there at the start uh yeah who this sort of p oh, sga is their main guy here um but who else do you think sort Oku. of Oku. 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 Oku time he could be a sleeper you know like just because they should really like this try you know like almost for one week each week just give one player the reins and go hard. I like it. I like See it. what they can do. You know what I mean? Like, because if he can, then you've got something there. And I feel like they're going to have to do kind of something similar to that just because they have so many draft picks. They're going to have to test because you don't want to trade away the next James Harden or next KD again just because mm. you you got so many picks and you, you don't know who to use, you know? Like, uh, Alexander's mean, like, I love him as their best player, but, like, yeah. I don't think he's going to get them over the hump. They need to find the probably the next best thing. Yeah, so, I know. They've got a glider forward there. Like, you've got Poku, mm. Darius, um, you know, Muscala is obviously on the older side. But they've got, like, a bunch of, like, forwards that are, do the same thing. Like, especially yeah. Poku and Beasley. Um, Jeremiah Robinson-Earl's sort of in that buzz as well. So, 
Maybe. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of yeah. I, I do like that plan though. Just like one week, give give a power forward here. You're going to get those <laughs> week. In you, if yeah. you do well, you get to stay the power, starting power forward. If you don't, back to the bench or back to the G League. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they have to. Right? They better draft uh, ten players. Yeah. They're going to have to do something. It, they've got to get to. Talent. It's going to get to a point where they're either going to have to consolidate all of those picks into something. Yeah. Or like you can't. Yeah. Like you can't draft ten players every year. Because there's not the <laughs> roster space. Yeah. Mm. And then what happens if you trade the, you know, the next yeah. damn fucking like that'll hurt, and you've so you've got to find that talent mm. while you've got it. It's like yeah, if you, if you're not uh, gonna make the playoffs anyway, you just might as well try some funky shit. Yeah, I I will say Josh Giddy really impressed me in the in the preseason. Oh yeah, he he looked really good. So it's yeah. passing, eh? Like I yeah, mean, I, don't, I don't think he'd be yeah. that good at passing in the league. And you look at him, eh? You don't, you wouldn't think he's six eight. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. when I first first saw him, I was like, oh, six four. I was like, no, nah, he's six eight. So six, he's a big dude. Seems very slow. Like he gives me those Luca vibes. Like he's just like mm. just gets controlled. Yeah, real, yeah. real. Yeah, real controlled game. It's it's almost like a yeah old man's game with just that really nice. He's, he's really funny on TikTok too. He's really funny. <laughs> He takes the piss out of because people were like saying that he had no skill, like he wasn't even that good at basketball. Oh, he's skilled, all right. Yeah, he's skilled. Just because you can't shoot doesn't yeah. mean you're not skilled. Right, number twenty-seven. This team was consensus for everyone apart from me. Everyone had them at twenty-five, but I made them drop a little bit. I had them at twenty-seven. Uh, this is the New Orleans Pelicans. Man, mm. just. Just a shit show, really, from the Pelicans. Yeah, Zion secretly had surgery in the offseason that no one knew about. Um, yeah, Ingram, can he open up his eyes and lead this team? I I doubt it, personally. Um, nope. And we all sort of, yeah, thinking the same here. Um, yeah, man, like, <laughs> what, is, what is their direction apart from Zion, man? Like, yeah, what do they do here? The Pels. Mm, trade Ingram. Yeah, I think mm. so. Trades on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they, I don't even know what they can do. They had such a young core, a really talented one, and they're, you know, they're leaving and now they're, they're striving. Like, Lonzo looks like a totally different player, albeit preseason, but he just looks confident. He just looks happy. And yeah, again, like, I, I watched their preseason games and I was like, wow. Yeah, just like a, I can tell why Stephen Adams kind of didn't really look like himself and, because I, I just don't, you know, JJ Redick wasn't happy, and that dude's always happy. So it has to be something about their franchise, their, whatever they're doing, it's just not working. And yeah, without Zion, dear, what what do they do? Yeah, I, I think Aiden nailed it as trade Ingram, man. It's that even though they want to do everything to keep Zion, these they're just not working. These moves that they're doing, they actually they actually have to rebuild. They, they which, need which is crazy because you have Zion. That's crazy. Yeah. You need to let, uh, yeah, Nikhil Alexander Walker just do his mm. thing. Uh, Devonte, give him a crack. But yeah, it, it's Ingram doesn't work with Zion to me. It's trade Ingram while his value is still decent. I mean, I put that trade out there. Was it last week? I think I put it out there. Him yeah. for McCullum. Mm. But like get some more, get more shooting, more guys that can catch and shoot, especially around Zion because yeah. he runs as the point guard of the team. Um, yeah, you almost yeah. got to treat him like like Giannis, pretty much. Like yeah. it's got to be that kind of system. Yeah, 
very very strange what they did eh? like they signed like they the trade for you know they they said all offseason you know get rid of Stephen Adams because it's clogging up um, Zion space and la di da da but then they go and bring in a low post Jonas Valanciunas that's that's where he operates the best so it's like ask <laughs> about face what they're doing like David Griffin like what are you doing bro yeah it's messy eh it's messy yeah. man I'm real low on the Pelicans real low um right another young team number 26 this is my team the detroit pistons coming at 26. now there's an anomaly here but guess what it's not from me it's mm. not from me i had them ranked at 26. jack cal ranks them at 19. 19 bro that's that's high man that's the highest out of anyone i've really seen man what why do you think the pistons should be ranked that high I just feel like Cade might shock everyone this year with a, with a real good rookie. And I just feel like the Pistons can, I don't know, just something about the East. I just feel like the East is more open than people people really do think. And just, yeah, they, they can play they can play real well. I do oh, believe that Cade, Cade can do, he can do things. I don't think the East is that good at all. Apart from that real top. I think bracket. yeah, there's a there's a top tier and then it sort of drops off after that. I yeah, think. it drops off to where it's more like I don't know how, how is your best player and how well can he play? Like that's how I feel the East is. So like yeah. if Embiid doesn't perform or Trey, um, those types of guys don't don't kick on this year. Yeah, maybe there maybe there is some some gaps. You know, some teams yeah. can sneak up there. You know, Chicago if things don't work out well. You know, the Knicks is tighter tubs yeah that's definitely possible um but yeah yeah i think yeah bucks and nets obviously and they the pointy end which we'll we'll get to um they're your top teams but they're just the shoo-ins yeah but but if you look at the east playoffs and uh who made the top eight even like the top 10 teams last year there is like kind of sleepers if you know what i mean like that no one really expected halfway through the season even it's just because the East is always just so thin. It's like a very thin, from probably six, seven to about eleven. Like those teams could almost take each other over. They just have to play well at the right time, kind of thing. See, so, yeah. I just feel like Cade will be very, very good. He's going to be the best rookie by far. That's how I see him. Man, I, I, I hope you're right, bro. And, and <laughs> I, you know what though, but I agree, man. He's, he's. If he's... they give him the range, you know what I mean. If they do the whole try and take it a little easy on their rookie years like when i hate that shit like let them go see what yeah. he can do what do you got to lose really well we've got the right pieces around him like we've got guys that want to come and work out they talk about the team there's just a good attitude sort of building here with the yeah. pistons which i really like um, you know hard-working players multi-skilled now um you know hey sadiq bay's looking really good too he's doing a bit more off the dribble so yeah man i like it i had them ranked 26 but man if they can end up 19th best team this year i'll be damn happy for sure <laughs> i just feel like they can fight for that play and they can yeah man i really do I like just because of kate i feel i feel like kate is that he's that damn good and if he ain't then geez he's 20. <laughs> he's if he don't play well but that's see for that to happen though is he he has to be like transitional great though eh? like even luca didn't get the match to the playoffs his first year like he has to be like almost you know yeah. rick, rick carlo say that he didn't give him the reins until it was near the end of the season 
because he didn't mm. realize how damn good he was. Like I feel like you just have to, you have to give him that whole LeBron thing, just fucking whatever. Just give him the ball, let him take thirty plus shots, because like otherwise you're not gonna make the playoffs anyway. And I just yeah. I just it's just a, just had a thought about that. It's like who was the last rookie just to come in and just be like take their team to the playoffs? Like the, what like what we're suggesting that Cade might be able to do. Like I can't think mm. of anyone well, off the top. Aiden Lamelo last year was very close and in it. Like he's nearly, he wasn't like transitional, like takeover type dude, but he changed the Hornets around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We just ended up losing, you know, Miles Bridges, uh, Gordon Haywood, like Lamelo himself went down as well. Um, But we, yeah, we were at at the the fourth seat for for a minute. Yeah. Um, And that's what I mean. Like, if if you take away Joel sixes, like they probably struggle a bit. Like they'll be down six seven, like easily, maybe even nine ten if the other teams are playing that well. Oh, uh, hang on, bro. They're the, 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 best, <laughs> the best defensive team in the league. Even uh, yeah. I think they'll be six and six and sevens with kind nine and ten. You're like putting them in the the next uh, next. No, but no, that's just like, how important I. That's how important I see is like. Embiid being like that, that top mm, player. No, Obviously, Kate's, Kate's not even there, but it's like you need that that guy. You just you have to. And like if if Kate can just play, I don't know. Like he he should win rookie of the year so easy. That's how I see mm, it. Mm. Like with the team he's got, he should have the reins. The kind of play style he is like he's going to be box office. He's just like, mm. yeah, he's the most polished rookie that I watched easily. I think Jalen Green's going to have a good shot at it though. Just. From a pure point there, he's going to be taking a lot of shots for Houston. Um, and he, he's a baller man too. But I, I do like, you know, Cade has got that all-round game though. Like Jalen's never going to be as good as him on defense, playmaking, shot-making, yeah. But there's other areas of the game where Cade can be so good. I don't know if, I, I don't, I'm not sure if I trust Casey enough for him to let K take just yeah. fully that's, take the reins. So that's, yeah. that's my and coaches, thing. yeah, coaches never do, right? Like, like mm. they just never do. Rick Carlo, he admitted that he didn't, he didn't think Luca was that good because yeah, literally right. they just <laughs> give him the reins the second year and he was just a demon. But he showed, he showed flashes of it. But you just got to give them the reins. But yeah, that's yeah, always the problem with rookies. Yeah, you just don't. It's more like a respect thing almost. Just mm. the players that have been grinding Gotta on your team. Come and earn it. Yeah. Is is Killian and Cade going to start together, Carl? Yeah. Yeah. So Cade is the two guard then? Yeah, I don't think it really matters too much. They're both sort of going to mm. have point guard duties, I think. I think it's pretty interchangeable eh, for both of those two guys. Yeah. So the, I'm not too so fast. The fi- so the five would be Cade, Killian... Jeremy yeah. Grant and and Isaac and Stewart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a nice five. That's a nice five. I I can get with that. They might be yeah. I see them being like nine to ten in the play in sort of range. Yeah, it's not out of yeah. It's not out of reach for them to do it. But mm. I think that's I think, sort of the maximum. I think maybe. everything has to go right for that to happen. But the potential's yeah. there. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. Sure. Um, we'll go on number 25. This is pretty much consensus across the board. Uh, the Kings, I had them 23. Everyone else had 24. Uh, yeah, second, you know, do we need to talk much about them. They just, they sort uh, of Luke, always seem to be in this place, don't they? Luke Walton stayed on as coach. End of story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I remember he wouldn't, even, he wouldn't even play Lonzo when Lonzo was playing well at Spurs. He'd take him off. He's that kind he of made Le- He made LeBron James miss the playoffs. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know he got injured that year, but, like, come on. You got LeBron James, man. You, surely you can make the playoffs of LeBron James. Like, <laughs> nah, fucking he's hell. He's rubbish. I do like Davian Mitchell, though. He seems like he's going to be, mm. like, a all-defense type guard. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do an they're gonna win enough with the talent they got there it's, in the especially in the guards. Yeah. It's mm. crazy because they've got pieces there, but just yeah, like D Fox and Hield are gonna drop yeah. 60, 70 most games and like, but they are still just yeah. And you got Halliburton, you got Davion Mitchell, it, like Rashawn Harris, Holmes is a really good center. Harrison really Barnes gets you fifteen, eighteen a game. Yeah, but it's yeah, just it's, yeah. it's unreal. Yeah. Shit, coaching. Shit decisions from ownership, just yeah. ruining them. A reoccurrence of the last ten years, so nothing yeah. changed. <laughs> yeah, nothing new there. Yeah. Uh, slightly above them, we'll go to number twenty-four. We had Cleveland. Mm. Uh, Jack, I know this is your team. You had them rated a little bit higher than us. You had them at number twenty. Yeah. Uh, eight, eight and twenty-six. I had them twenty-four. Twain had them at twenty-three. Obviously, some mm. talent too. Uh, young squad, uh, Sexton, Garland, Mobley. I mean, the big question here for me with Cleveland is how do they utilize Mobley the most? I just, I think I talked about it yeah. last week, man. They, I've just got this bad feeling that they're gonna fuck it up with Mobley somehow. But the talent is obviously there with yeah. them. Um, and that, that, that's why, like, I can put Detroit because I feel like Detroit's got a very similar in terms of the young talent. But they, we don't have the six eight point guard who can do it all. Mm. We got a little six two six three Garland and a little six two Colin Sexton, if that's even how tall they are. You know, like we've got little these. Those are our two best players, technically. Jared Allen's paid like he's our best player, but like yeah, we just don't have. Yeah, I'm not. I don't feel my team at all. There's players on there I hate. Kevin Love, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Old man off my sitting team. on the bench. That's what he's doing. He got he made the USA roster default and got defaulted out of their team. Like <laughs> he's not he's not really if he if he's not um motivated to play for USA he's not going to be motivated to play for Cleveland. Mm. And see yeah, our our teams it has so much talent, but yeah, there's so many things that actually have to happen before we can even try and make the playoffs. You know. How about Okoro? What do you think? Yeah, I love, I love I love Okoro. I just feel yeah. yeah. I just feel like see, we got so many good little pieces that just will never actually get their shine until you get, we get rid of a few players. Probably even get a better coach. Like, yeah, that's tough. But again, that's Cleveland, bro. It's gonna probably gonna be another like, fifty years. <laughs> so you draft another LeBron or something. <laughs> LeBron's uh, grandson. Twain, what are your thoughts on Cleveland. Yeah, no, nah, they just got to figure out their front court ration, like you guys already mentioned. Like, especially at their four spot, like I, like I did understand why they made the move for Markkinen, but at the same time, I, I didn't. Like, it was just a real head scratcher that one because I was like, you've just drafted Evan Mobley to be your, you know, four next to Jared <laughs> Allen. Why would you go and trade for Laurie Markkinen? But it, yeah. it's yeah, it's just a, it's weird, and then. Yeah, no, like they, like you said, Jaco, like they have to figure out the guard rotation as well. Like, do you just give the reins to Garland or do you just give it to Sexton? Because yeah. obviously both of them don't work together because they're too small. You need a 
another big size wing. So you obviously yeah, the bro, got uh, the bro, I care fan of the Mavs too. Like he's just said six and maybe six man, you know, and like yeah, that probably is true. Like he he would probably fit being that just scorer, you know, like because mm. he's obviously not a playmaker as well. At least yeah. Garland's quite a good playmaker. And just, yeah, that's that's a tough team for me. Like. And just just going back to the end of last season, there was a report that came out that um, Cavs teammates were like, just they started having um, issues with Sexton, how he wouldn't pass the ball. Like they were just like yeah. every time he brought the court ball up, it was just like, oh, we're just gonna, you know, he sort of, you know, hogs the ball a bit. So like, yeah. so the and he definitely does. Yeah. yeah, definitely yeah, does. Just gotta make that decision about what's the best thing going yeah. forward because you can't. I would probably look to. Tra- oh, yeah, I would honestly look to trade him. Because you probably mm. get a good, you probably get a good little package for him, maybe. And mm. I guess Garland, I would just keep Garland over him simply because he is more of a point guard and yeah. a better shooter in terms of off the dribble and stuff like that. So, yeah, because yeah, you can't have two six-one guards being your best. Like, that doesn't work. They're giving me like Phoenix Sun vibes back when they had like Dragic and Isaiah Thomas and stuff. Like, they mm. look cool on the court sometimes, and then just they're just too small. Yeah. Mm, yeah, uh, good points there. Uh, move up to number 23, uh, San Antonio Spurs. Now, a bit of a difference here between our rankings. I'll go to Aiden here. He had them the highest at eight, 18. Twain, you had them in 27, so a bit of a gap there. Uh, <laughs> me and Jarkel sort of in between you guys there. Hey, no, nah, but but, let me say, I'm feeling Aiden's as well because sometimes you just can't bet against them, dude. The That's coach, how, pop, yeah, or? the coach, the, just the system, and like those young players have now had another year. Just yeah, that it was a hard one for me to because yeah, I was leading towards. Yeah, them twenty two. Um, yeah, yeah, Aiden, eighteen man. What why you had them this high? Um, it's just yeah, I think you know Popovich is the best coach of all time. Um, the like they sort of had to work around DeRozan last year as much as I I like DeRozan as a player like he's not a a, a player you can sort of build a team around like uh, I, I'm surprised they didn't trade him to be perfectly honest um but yeah I think now that he's he's gone like it uh, it's almost an addition by subtraction type thing um they got Thad Young there who can actually play that role obviously to a much lesser mm. extent but then he doesn't take away from the he's young a very guys, Spurs like, kind of player. Yeah, he's like a yeah. yeah. He doesn't take away from your Calvin Johnson, your Dejounte Murray, um, your Derek Whites. Um, yeah, and it, it might not work out, but I just I I can never bet against Pop completely. And uh, even yeah. like they obviously see something in in Josh Primo. They they reached quite high for him, from what I understand. So. You know, uh, they, I heard, I don't know much about them, but I heard a lot of the same things when they took Tony Parker. So, you know, we all saw how that mm. worked. Yeah. Very well for them. Mm. Uh, I just don't see, like, I like their guys. I just can't, I just think their ceiling is too low. Like, there's no real guy. Way too and, low. Yeah, way too yeah, low. There's no one that really stands out for me. Like, I like a bit of Kelden, Lonnie Walker, Kelden Johnson, those guys. But, yeah, what's your what's your guys' thoughts on Kelton? Because that's someone that they even their fans got the are highest on. ceiling. He's probably got the highest ceiling to me out of anyone yeah. on that mm-hmm. team. But he's, know, I don't he's know. He's good man. in the Olympics. Oh, there yeah. you go, Twain. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Dejounte Murray not getting enough love here. He um, he's improved every every single year. He, last year, sixteen points, seven boards, five and a half assists, one and a half steals, um, lo- three point like shot. It. Yeah, three point shot needs to get better. I'm not saying he's gonna be like a, a top ten player in the league, but you know, it, it's it's someone good, yeah. to to build around. Um, already mm. made an all defensive team as well. Like yeah. I don't know. There's just I don't know. There's some just spark lacking for me there. I do like them though. I like these guys, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. So, you know they are. They, they're the they're the construction site you walk past and it says work in progress. That's what the Spurs are. They're a work in progress. <laughs> that's that's exactly what they are. They they've got some nice things going on. They're almost you know they got a few things like the first and second floor of the building's completed, but there's like twenty other floors to go. You know, there's like heaps of stuff they have, and there's the work in progress, and I think that's what sums them up there. Yeah, they're always going to compete. They're gonna, they're gonna mm. be in a lot of games. I just, yeah, I think the 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 gap between their fall and their ceiling is not that much out of any team in the league, really. Um, moving on, number twenty two comes in the Toronto Raptors. I had them the highest at 17. I suppose I'll go to me why I think. I just think last year was a bit of an anomaly for me. I mean, I'm a, I'm a bit of a sucker for the Raptors. Hey? Like, I just think being based in Tampa, just things just didn't work out last year. I think the talent's still there. I mean, they won a championship two years ago, man. Like, they got Nick Nurse, one of the best coaches in the league. I've, I just think they're getting slept on this year. Um, yeah, Van Vliet, Gary Trent, Siakam. OG, I, I th- there's there's good talent on the squad, man. And yeah, I just think they had an off year last year. That's my biggest thing for them. Nick Nurse is one of the best coaches in the in the game, and uh, yeah, I think they're they're in for yeah, a could be of... short turnaround too. You know, like bubble hurt everyone that was in the playoffs pretty much, pretty yeah. much ruined everyone. So yeah, you could be right; they could really be a sleeper, especially if Siakam can somewhat take his game to at least a little bit more high of a level because yeah. that's and that's my issue with, with him the yeah. injury like the shoulder like it, it has mm. what i read the other day it hasn't gone to plan like a recovery so it's going to be a bit longer for him to come back so there goes your number one star and then how are you gonna you know manufacture that 21 22 points a night that he gives you so that's why i had them pretty low because i just like i look at their roster and like Dragic seems like a guy that's going to get moved on relatively early in the process. It seems like that's the talk. Um, yeah, you're bank, you're banking on, so. o- yeah, you're banking on OG and Anobi to take that next step, which is he looks like one of those guys that are going to be most improved runner uh, candidates. But then you know the rest of the roster is like a young Scotty Barnes, you know, year two of Precious Achua. Like you still, even though you still got Van Vliet and that, you know, Olympics man. Olympics, yeah. Precious Achua. Olympics, use of one to nothing. Yeah, it's just like there's a lot of like that. A lot of guys on their roster. There's like yeah. G League vibes of the roster. Like I see a lot of guys that were on the G League, and I just that just doesn't hey. work for me. They excel, man, in those G League dudes. Yeah, Raptors, the Raptors system. I guess so. <laughs> well, Van Vliet, you know, undrafted, Siakam, second, oh, yeah. late first round, Gary Trent, second round. Like there's guys here, like Scotty you Barnes. Can't give, you can't give the Raptors for Gary Trent. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just traded for him last year. Well, Norman yeah. Powell was Norman Powell was late first round. So, yeah, that's fair. That's you know. Fair. Yeah, you they know, got Isaac Bong. 
they got Isaac Bonger on this like I never liked him. I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can defend, <laughs> but other than that, Kim Kim Birch like yeah, Solid. Just, I just yeah, just again sort of similar to Spurs, just work in progress for them. Yeah, it might, really goes well. might be Spurs. Yeah, East Spurs East maybe. Ah, uh, right. We'll go next twenty one Washington. We had uh, all pretty consensus here, apart from you, Jarkel had them a bit further down than than us. Uh, Aiden, you had twenty, twenty, I had them twenty one, twenty nineteen. Any reasons, Jarkel, why you sort of ranked them a bit lower than some of these other teams? Because Kyle Kuzma, bro. I feel uh, like that boy, <laughs> that boy. I hope he shows off and barely even averages seventeen. I really do, because I, yeah, I just I don't like that kid at all. Like. He carried himself well for the Lakers, but yeah, I feel like he kept his way to being a, a lot better in people's eyes than he actually ever was. Just with the Lakers. Not to mention, he, how old was he when he came out of college? He was like three, four years 22. out of college. Yeah, so like he, he kind of had that little head start on players when he really wasn't that much better than his rookie class. Because mm. he did look like a god when he when he came out um, of college. He looked really good. Yeah, he's twenty six oh, yeah. now. Yeah. But yeah, I think the Wizards could do well, but I just yeah, I don't feel Trez and that are gonna struggle. Like Trez will still put out good offensive numbers. He can't defend at all. Yeah, I don't I don't like the Wizards. Beal will go crazy as usual, but How about Dinwoody? What do you think Dinwoody here? I think he, I think he might struggle with injuries. I really oh, do. Yeah. He definitely has struggled with injuries over his career. Yeah, and just like the uh, he'll be rusty. With his team, it'll be, yeah, I just don't feel like he'll fit that well with them. Yeah. I hope Slay. KCP plays well though. KCP the man. Yeah, Lakers are gonna miss Underrated him. man. Yeah, Twain and Aiden, what we had them all higher than Jarkel. What, but Gafford just re-upped on a on a decent deal for mm-hmm. him. That was a good um, deal. Was, what are some good points of this Wizards team? Um, I like, I did like the trade that they made to from Westbrook. What they got, like yeah, Kuzma. I'm not a big fan either. I'm with Jarkel. He had that extra couple of years in college to get better, and now he's just reached the ceiling. And there's no chance of development. I feel like he's just he's just a he's just a scoring for. That's it. Like that's all he is. Yeah. Um. I do like like they got Cantavius Caldwell Pope KCP, really good. You know, mm. two way defender. Um. The sneaky pickup they got was Aaron Holiday from the Pacers. Like I really like Aaron Holiday. He's a really good player. Um, really defensive-minded, and he'll be able to start, you know, that early part of the season while Dinwiddie like, gets back into the rotation. And, like, they're starting, like, they're five. They're starting five. If it's Dinwiddie, Beal, Hachimura, who was, again, the Olympic thing. He was pretty good for Japan in the <laughs> Olympics. You know, Gafford, and then, you know, Denny playing your 4-3 role. Like, that's a pretty solid five. You can, solid. You know, solid. You could make the argument, you know, for a play-in spot. Um, just their bench that stinks like if Raul Neto's getting minutes you're in trouble mm. <laughs> yeah a lot's riding on Din, on the health of Dinwoody here eh, I think mm. Um, mm. Bertans really needs to start playing like what he's paid uh, for sure he's had a shit of this overpaid he got limitless range eh? he thinks he's uh, got the he thinks he got that curry like he literally takes the craziest threes I've ever seen a big take like he takes yeah. some nutter ones, right? He I looks think, like uh, a European, he looks like the like diehard villain when he's like with the ginger hair and all that. Like he looks like <laughs> one of those European villains. 
because like but he's just fucking yeah, he he's shooting the last year. I think we I think James and stuff listen to listen to too much analytical talk about him. Mm. He's a big guy that can really shoot and then yeah, that's all that's he can really do. That's all he can do and he didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but Gafford I really like the look of man. He he when he got to uh Washington he played really well. Um mm. good defensively too. They really needed that. Uh, Thomas Bryant too, he good on offense. Um, got injured early last season, so hopefully he can come back and do something couple there. A couple of months, I read, till he's back. Mm. So Corey you know, Gafford's going to have to play long minutes. Yeah, I don't mind that. Gafford looked good. Um, Kispert's mm. a good, good uh, like, uh, good rookie. He's twenty two. He he's coming in yeah, off four years. He looks like he can just come in and play too. So. Mm. Yeah, there's good, and Bill, obviously, you know, one of the best players in the league, so they're going to win some games, for sure, but, yeah, they're not making it past the first round in the playoffs, for sure. Uh, next, at number 20, we've got the Minnesota Timberwolves, all close for Russ, uh, 18, 23, me, 22, Twain, 22, Jarkel, 17, a little bit higher than us with the Timberwolves. Yeah, how Jacquel go to you, man? Like, how come you got them a little bit higher than us? Like, obviously on only, paper, only talent. only because I've been watching Carl Anthony Towns. He's been doing like breakdowns of their preseason games and stuff like that. Oh, okay. I've actually, I've really been enjoying it. Like listening to him talk and stuff, and just yeah, I feel like Ant. As long as he's gotten better, I feel like D'Lo hasn't been able to like settle. I think since like all the Golden State stuff and that. So I feel like yeah. I've, and he had like a bit of his injuries going on, but I, yeah, I feel like that team is with Pat Bev too. Like I really like Pat Bev. I yeah, think man. he's a huge pickup for them, and I feel like he might fix their defensive mentality. Maybe just even if it gets them to you know above average, nearly or just average, because your defense is usually quite trash. And just yeah, I f- I feel like that team's good. I really do. Beasley, I really like Beasley. Mm. He can give you twenty. Like yeah, I I like that team. Do you he's, he's good when he's not mucking around. Yeah, I was just going to say, Beasley when he's not mucking around with Scotty Pippen's ex <laughs> He's just trying to get um, on the table with Jordan, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Young guns need to settle down. <laughs> yeah, I think um, D-Lo's like an expendable piece now because like with, with Anthony Edwards, I just don't like the fit there of Anthony yeah, Edwards yeah. and D-Lo. Um, Beasley too. I like Beasley as sort of your six-man type dude. Start Pat Bev, your veteran sort of leader in there. At least he'll like sort of rack up the guys, you know, get them motivated. Yeah, but he should was... get them playing defense. He should get yeah. them playing defense. And Edwards had, yeah, and Edwards had a really good run at the end of the last season. So it's one of those teams on paper, it could all work, but in the end of the day, just like the Kings. Yeah, there's the Timbals. That's yeah, the Timbals. That's, that's, that's where I was like, but like, yeah. I feel like Cat might just... I don't know, man. Cat's a beast. Cat, he's a beast. Cat's he's... coming off like he's also coming off some of the most traumatic shit, you know? Mm. Like, That's, yeah. who knows? He might be motivated beyond motivation. So we'll see. Hayden, any quick thoughts here, Minnesota? Um, yeah, I don't. They've always had nice pieces, but can just, for whatever reason, never put it together. I think, you know, the, the shit last year with the coach where they fired their coach and then had a, a replacement like the same day type thing um 
who was already under contract with another team, which isn't suspicious at all. And then, mm. you know, firing the, the GM uh, after the draft and after mm. free agency. Like, it, it's weird. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I think, I think it's just going to be another messy season. They've got the talent, though. It's just they've got to figure it out. Mm. Mm. I was just going to ask, because um, Aiden probably knows a bit more about these three. Who do you think starts the fourth of them? Vanderbilt, McDaniels, or Nas Reed? I think McDaniels, personally. I think yeah. Nas Reed is a backup for Cat, and then mm. Vanderbilt can sort of cover both positions. That's yeah, how I Nas, see it. I think Nas Reed's pretty underrated here, but yeah, I, I would, no, I would go with McDaniels as well. But like Nas Reed's good enough to play next to Cat. Um, yeah. Versatile defender can actually shoot, but he's he's pretty good yeah. at stretching the floor himself. Uh, not not amazing, but like league average. Um, yeah, good good bounce, good good athleticism. But yeah, I would I would start. McDaniel's, I'd have Nas Reed as as your backup as well. But yeah, not not hardly anyone talked about Nas Reed in terms of who to start. It was all all Vanderbilt and and McDaniel's. So yeah, no, Nas well, Reed's look, pretty underrated. I'm just looking at their depth chart and they have him as the starting four. <clears throat> but this was oh, like, but this was this was last week, so they haven't they obviously haven't updated oh. it just yet. Yeah, but the, he was ahead of McDaniel's and Vanderbilt. I just find that they have to find that perfect four next to. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, any of the three are better than Wancho, Hernan Gomez. <laughs> they were starting there. I think, yeah, they're three good talents. I think just who who's performing on the day, like who's performing that week, sort of maybe play them in that role and mm. see who who they get the best out of what what combo. So, yeah, mm. they're three good guys actually, and they've never really had good depth alongside Cat there. So you never know. Maybe they get the shit together. We will see. Um, 19, we've got Aiden's team, the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, uh, disgraceful. That is <laughs> shocking. Aiden, Aiden had them at 19. I had them at 20. Jarkel, 23. But Twain, 14. You lift yeah, them man. up here. It's yeah. to you, bro. Hornets. Like, I said that last week on the pod we did last week. They've got so many wins. Like, what do you do? Like, even if, like, their starting five goes to the bench. Like, you can bring in, like, James Bonite or, you know, fucking can, you know, bring in guys like, you know, Jalen McDaniels. Like, Gordon Haywood could probably play off the second unit or Rogier could play off the second unit. They've, Kelly Oubre. Like, they've, they're going to be a team that's going to light it up. I just, I'm really, really high on them. Yeah, they need a big. Um, I know bigs they've got there ain't, ain't the best, but, like, they can do oh, the M-plums, gun man. style. M-plums. Yeah, M- M-plums is good. I like M-plums, but, like, <laughs> they're best. I think their best style would be just to run and gun. And what we saw in preseason, that's exactly what they're going to be doing. They're just going to be running up and down the court, playing in transition, shooting frees off the break. And that's what I really like. And offensively, I just think they're going to be one of the better teams in the league. And yeah, I'm just really high on them. Hayden, um, they got hammered in the preseason one game. Oh. I know it's preseason, <laughs> but fuck, it was a hiding, mate. It was a hiding. Can you was, think to was. read into that, or what do you? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't read too much into. It. Um, you know, they they were playing Luca, and they they were playing sort of their top guys while we were sitting a lot of ours. Um, uh, Rosier was out as well. Uh, we were starting. I think we started Cody Martin. So like, mm. you know, that's that's a pretty that's a pretty big <laughs> downgrade. Oh, the Martins. <laughs> yeah. So I saw I mean, one. I saw one of them's on the Heat now. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, no uh, shit. Yeah, Caleb. Caleb is on the heat. We kept Cody. Yeah. Um, I would have preferred we didn't keep either of them, but it is what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I wouldn't read too. It was it was disheartening because we finally got on ESPN and that happened. Um, <laughs> you know, oh, like we tough. don't get on ESPN. Like the play-in game last year was another example. We got on TV and got absolutely blown out. You know, giving up like fucking heaps of threes to O'Shea Brissett or whatever the fuck his name is. So it's <laughs> in that sense, it was disheartening. But uh, I, I didn't. I had us as a play-in team regardless. Um, I do agree with with Twain in that we've got a lot of weapons. Um, you know, we can be very dangerous offensively. I just don't think we did enough to address any of our issues, which were pretty serious issues. Uh, perimeter defense. You know, like I just said, we, you know, giving up big games to O'Shea Brissett. Yeah, mm. that you need someone that can sort of slow that kind of stuff down. Uh, maybe, maybe Kelly Oubre can be that. I don't, I don't know. But, you know, I, I would have preferred someone. Yeah, you would have really liked um, yeah. Avery Bradley. He would yeah, have been nice yeah. for, like, for your kind of team. Yeah, yeah, someone, someone along those lines. Um, and then, yeah, we'd let... I mean, we did get a first-round pick for Devonte, which I thought was uh, it was a little surprising. An incredible yeah, like, trade. Yeah, yeah, and then we ended up getting Kai Jones, which was um, I'm I'm really excited about him, but I think he's he's pretty raw. I don't I think Book Knight's going to be a very, very good rookie, but I think I think there's going to be some growing pains with with Kai Jones. Um, and yeah, so our center depth is is weak. Like I I love Plumley, you know I love Plumley. Uh, Washington's going to play some centre, but then if if either of those two get injured, like Vernon Carey doesn't look like he's he's ready. Uh, Kai Jones is raw, and uh, Nick Richards looked absolutely horrendous in preseason. Did JT Thor get in minute? I didn't. I don't know. I didn't see. Yeah, he, um, did, he made um, the. He did in that he made game. The main roster, mm. um, rather than a two-way contract. So that's that's um that's interesting. That's uh, yeah, he's, I think I think we mentioned before, like that your guy's team, even though he doesn't necessarily address your biggest issues like post defense and stuff, like mm. Bagley could be a nice fit with you guys on this team. Like I think he could give you some inside scoring and stretch the floor out a bit. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know who, who we can trade for him to make the money work though. Mm, uh, there's eleven million now. Yeah, it's quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. So mm. I it might even yeah. Uh, it, I mean it would have to be Plumley. Or unless you go a bigger trade and do Gordon Hayward and we can maybe fucking get Buddy Heald as well. That'd be pretty mm. awesome. But, yeah. I, I think you've got a couple months' time when they, those contracts can be moved. Because like, mm. it seems like there's a logjam at three and four. Like you've got yes. a lot of guys that can yeah. play the wing. Like if yeah. Kelly Oubre's not panning out, he's on 12 million. That, those contracts just... Yeah, they, you know, they could just work. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, the Ubre signing, I was I was a bit iffy on because you know we don't really need another wing, but he's he's a good mm. player. Um, I I I quite like him as a player, so I don't I don't mind it. And like you said, you know, it's a tradable contract in a, in mm. a couple of months' time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I I would love them to be like in the thick of the playoffs, but I think I think we just got another year or two of 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 development from Lamelo and and Bridges and PJ. Um, before we can really say that. Come on, bro. Come on. Go out on the limb. Let's do it. <laughs> 14, 
Uh, just quickly for me, man, Terry Rozier means so much to this team. I think he's the heart and soul, um, taking a real leadership role too. So he's really key for me, Rozier. And he's played fucking really well since he's come there. And myself included gave him a lot of shit in that signing. And uh, he's oh, yeah. proved his worth big time. I think Haywood like too. You can you can chuck Haywood. Mm, in yeah, he was really good. Yeah, he was surprisingly good for them last year. Mm, he was, he was, playmaking, doing you know doing a bit of everything. That's, sort of like the, the Utah Haywood. Mm, that's the one thing with with the Hawks. We've got so many people who can like create for everyone. Um, Bridges underrated passer, Lamelo Ball, um, Rosier, Haywood, even even Plumley. Mm. Yeah, you know, right, really, so really underrated passer as a as a center. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we got we got we got playmakers. I just I do worry about the defensive end, and you know when the shots I, aren't falling, you end up with games like the Dallas one. Uh, and it just with them, like the like the defensive thing, like okay, yeah, it is like an issue, but like we saw the Atlanta Hawks get to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and defense wasn't exactly their best thing. Like they yeah. pretty much got there on the strength of their offense, having multiple yeah, weapons, multiple but... ways to attack you. So, like, we I just don't feel have like... A... If... Yeah, I get what you mean. I just feel like... Yeah, if we don't have a Capella. No, yeah. Or a Nico... We don't have a... Or, yeah, or we don't have a, a DeAndre Hunter, either. Mm. Well, yeah. Chris might be able to get there. Oh, he, he could get there. He's, he's mm. definitely got the potential, and if he does, then that's amazing. Um, mm. Yeah. I just like this. I like teams with high offensive upside, and I think your yeah. lot can have like a top five offense if it all pans out. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I'll be all for it. <laughs> uh, number eighteen, uh, probably the most average NBA team this season. I think uh, people just plonk them right in the middle there, not sort of expecting them to drop. But let me guess. Or, let me guess before you say it. Yeah, I bet you you know who it is. Go. Is it is it an Eastern Conference team? Yes. Is it the Pacers? Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think we need to get much of all. It's pretty much the same. I mean, Rick Carlos here this year. Um, Sabonis going to Sabonis. And... Sabonis, Turner's going to do his thing. Levert, um, Brogdon. Uh, yeah, but, you know, if Carlos sort of works out these rotations, maybe they can move up a little bit. But, yeah, I just think they've got there are some moves away, I think, before. before they got to figure the out the Miles are. Turner and Sabonis. Yeah. Thing. that's one thing they have to figure out if they're going to yeah and it seems like it's been the question of the last three years with them so mm-hmm. um yeah we all had them around that sort of 17 18 19 sort of sort of thing so yeah that's the paces right in the middle of the nba um see what happens with them carlo coming back's a good move though i think we'll move on though uh 17 i think I think every sort of Kiwi sort of maybe have this team as your second favourite team now, the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I actually had them the highest at 14, Aiden 16, Jarkel 18, Twain 20. So not a little bit of a difference, but not not too much. Um, I think they're a team on the up. And I mean, I'm liking Adams here, eh? Um, John Moran too, man. Just love that dude, eh? Just mentality. Of attacking the attacking the rim, I just love watching John Morant play. If Brooks can get somewhat efficient, they're going to be dangerous, I think. And um, yeah, Jaron Jackson just keep healthy. Uh, I don't 
don't think we need to talk too. Any other points on Memphis? We sort of talked about them. Nah, we before. talked about them earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move up to number 16. Aiden, you had these guys the highest. That's the New York Knicks. You had them at 12. I had them on the lowest at 18. Um, what can I do here? I mean, I know you had RJ Barrett pick for most improved, Aiden. Hmm. Number 12. Can they make some noise in the playoffs? Can, can they get past that first round? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the reason they struggled against Atlanta was because they had no actual people to create. Uh, they had Derek Rose to create offense. That was it. Like, Randall's not really a let me go down and get my shot type. And then they were putting pressure on him. Um, they brought in two of the better people for that, in Evan Fournier and Kemba Walker. So I think, like, the, the defense should stay the same. Um which was was really good, and yeah, I don't see. I I have RJ Barrett taking a big leap. Um, I think Randall's numbers drop a little bit, but that's mainly from the support he's going to get. Uh, yeah, and I think you know if they hit the playoffs, then they're much better suited. Um, the, obviously the main thing is is Kemba's got to stay healthy. Mitchell Robinson too, he's got to stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think I think. Um, yeah, that, that's true, but I think Newlands Noel is a pretty solid uh, replacement there. I think he's injured um, too, I think. Yeah, yeah. so that, yes. that's the big concern. Like, Taj Gibson's going to be the starting centre for a while. Tibbs loves um, that. Yeah, yeah, Tibbs definitely fucking loves Taj Gibson. Um, <laughs> 46 if, if, minutes. <laughs> yeah, if, if Noel and, and Mitchell Robinson can get their health sorted, I think the Knicks could surprise a few people. Uh, Jack, what do you think, like, Obi Toppin, do, do these guys make a difference? Yeah, I, I feel like it's actually on RJ. I feel like he can, if he gets to another level, obviously, like, and I heard his shooting is, like, amazing. Yeah. I didn't even realise he was that good of a three-point shooter. So, yeah, he's he's something that's big. I think New York's got a, obviously, it depends on health down the line, but, like, Zion and RJ may be a thing in, like, four or five years, that's for sure. But yeah, next for now they're gonna be, they'll still be solid. Like, and they might surprise us again because they surprised everyone last year. So, yeah, yep. they'll be they'll be they'll be fighting for the playoff spots for sure. But yeah, I don't I don't know if they can, because it just depends what Kimber we're gonna get too. Because yeah, it doesn't he doesn't look the same. But I guess Boston kind of does that to players. His his yeah. numbers have been good. He just hasn't been able to keep healthy. Healthy. Like that's yeah. his thing. Like even last season, he averaged. He still averaged 19 points a game. Uh, yeah. His his percentage was was pretty average though, um, which is where where it hurts. Um, still above league average from three on eight attempts a game. So, like he's not Charlotte Kemba, but I don't think you're getting that Kemba. Like he yeah, was yeah. doing that because he was our only option. Yeah. Um, whereas now he's going to be like the third or fourth option on the Knicks. So yeah, the pressure's off. Eh? Yeah, I I reckon his his scoring will probably be around that sort of eighteen nineteen mark, but he should be a bit more efficient with no pressure on him. Mm. Um, and I think he just fits better in New York than he did in Boston. I'm not so sure about the. That's the the biggest question for me is the fit though. Like like Rose quickly Kimba, I don't know, man. It's a bit too much ISO scoring for me, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I, I still think the Knicks are going to be up there. I just, uh, I just don't. I don't know. Maybe the Tibbs 
coaching sort of wears off, you know, get a little bit sick of him. But I think it's his, this is Kemba's best spot. I just don't know if it works as well as what it did last year, personally. Mm. Um, that's why I had them 18. I had them a little bit lower. Uh, moving up, we'll go to another Eastern Conference team, the Chicago Bulls. Now, we actually nearly all ended up having them at the same place here, and Chicago's sort of been one of those teams where people have either talked them up pretty highly or sort of ridden them off. So we're all sort of consensus on the Bulls, which is which is quite strange. Um, I know I, <laughs> I like it. I like what they've done. Lonzo looks damn good. Um, just can they get their defense together? Uh, Twain, you actually had them highest at 13. Uh, what do you like about the Bulls, man? Um, I just like there's like lots of different guys that can play make. Like you've got Lonzo. They can be, you know, he's obviously a great playmaker, but, you know, you brought in DeMar DeRozan. I personally don't like his game a lot, but he does bring that playmaking element to the... And then, mm. you know, you get a full year of uh, Vucevic and Levine together. Like, that starting five of, you know, Pat Williams, Vucevic, DeMar, Lonzo, and Levine, like, that should be able to, you know, get them at least 40 wins just by default, given how, like, we've spoke about in the bottom half of the rankings that the East is very thin from about 6 to 12, 13. Range is really, really thin. Um, they've got it, They've brought in guys like, I like the signing of Alex Caruso. Like, I thought he was a really nice mm, yeah. signing. Um, Matt Thomas, who was on the Raptors for a while, he's a knockdown shooter. And then they picked up someone that I was pretty high on a couple months ago, or a couple weeks ago, Elise Johnson. Like, he was a really good, you know, rotational big, and he can bring some defense to their to their post defense that they need so like yeah I, I see a scenario where like they'll be fighting with the Knicks for like that fifth sixth sort of um sort of seeding mm. range like I don't see them being any like I don't see That's, them cracking yeah. the top three like they, they're not going to get any better than like Brooklyn, Milwaukee or Philadelphia like so, I had saw someone say they're a third seed potentially I'm like no like they're not <laughs> like Billy 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 Donovan's still their coach he's rubbish still yeah, That's yeah. The thing. That's the thing that holds them back from being in that top echelon of the East is their coaching. Yeah, yeah probably another big two. I think, I think mm. they really need some defense. Tony Bradley's there too, but yeah, I just think they yeah. need a bit of an upgrade, another big. Yeah, um, and like, and the one thing I didn't like what they did, like just the thing was like, how many more years are NBA teams gonna like persist with Derek Jones Jr.? Like, it's not gonna happen. Like <laughs> everyone makes him out to be like this three and D, you know, god, but yeah. it just. It doesn't. It doesn't translate. Like he's been to how many teams now? You know, Miami tried it. You know, Portland tried it last year. It just doesn't translate. He's not a good enough defender to the point where he can start for you. And he's earning almost ten million dollars yeah. a year. It just feels like it. Yeah, uh, that team's that much. team's just gonna be on the top ten plays every week with yeah. dunkers. They got they got they got the most ridiculous team right now in terms of dunking. I feel that they'll be just fun to watch too. Like I'm so excited to watch them. Like they're my new favorite team, just from outside of my team. So I just yeah, yeah. Oh, I just want to see Lonzo actually be happy and thrive, and just yeah, I I feel like it looks like such a good match, just in terms of I don't know, all around like the ages that they are and stuff. I mm-hmm. like it, and just yeah, DeRozan will. I hope DeRozan yeah becomes more of a playmaker, even more so, because mm. yeah, I don't want him taking too many damn shots. I'd rather you know give it to the others. Those on-off numbers for him really put me off for me. Like, I really don't like the signing for them. Like, they, the Spurs were better when he was off the court, and the Bulls yeah. paid him $85 million. Like, that's 
if your rating, your on-off rating is that bad, like you shouldn't be getting paid that much money. That's um, a strange one, eh? Yeah, it's really. It's a, I just yeah. They were making Eastern Conference like finals and shit, semi-finals, and he's always been like that. His on-off numbers aren't great, but his teams mm. always seem to do all right for some reason. Mm. Um, it's a, it's a really strange one, Dumas. He, he's obviously a baller, man. He knows how to score. Like, yeah, it's just the analytics just don't like him at all. Nah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, defense is a big question mark for me. Bulls so are going to obviously on their score, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. Moving up to 14. Now, this is the biggest discrepancy in rankings for any team in this Sorry, whole power rankings. Aiden, you've. You've got them very low. Oh, so okay. No, that's not what I'm very high. Cool. Um, it's the Dallas Mavericks. Ah, uh, yes, Aiden yes, yes. had them at twenty-one. Shaquille, you had them at eight. Uh, Twain at eleven. I'm sixteen. So, yeah, this is very different between all of us. But yeah, Aiden, man, we'll go to you, man. Why have you got the Mavericks so low compared to? I mean, it's no secret that I'm not a fan of Jason Kidd. I knew it. Like, their, their coaching got so much worse. They didn't address any of the issues that they had. They basically just ran it back, but downgraded their coach. Um, Luca can only do so much. Like, I, I guess the only good news for, for Mavs fans is that they're not going to get knocked out of the playoffs by um, the Clippers because they're probably not going to make it. <laughs> I like it, Jarkel. Eight, number eight, man. Why you got them so high? Yeah, my, mine's just Luca, bro. He's just he's just something else. I I feel like he's gonna get. He'll be even that much better. But yeah, it is true. There's only so much he can do. But yeah, I'm just hoping that the Porzingis thing gets figured out. Like they can at least get him something something more, you know. But yeah, they are a tough one. They could easily not make the playoffs as well. That's the thing. Because, yeah, it is interesting with Jason Kidd, to be honest. But, yeah, I'm just spending on Luca. Yeah, I mean, I can't blame you there, too. Mm, but I get it. I, I totally yeah, get it. I'm I, doing it with I someone I totally understand. Yeah, the Jason Kidd thing, too, is just a major question. But players like him, though, for some reason. Um, especially guards. Like, yeah, I don't get it either. I mean, he was, was a great player, for sure. But, yeah. Yeah, he's an obvious dickhead. But, mm. Yeah, man, we'll see, Liz. And I think I think our rankings sort of reflect where they're at. They could go one way or the other if Porzingis, you know, ends up working out Sitting really in well. The yeah, this Mavs team go really well. They've got other, you know, I like the Reggie Bullock signing for them. Tim mm. Hardaway is good. Kleber was I, good. Yeah, uh, I did like the Reggie Bullock signing. I, I forgot about I forgot about him. I did like. Yeah, him. he's. He's an obvious upgrade on Josh Richardson, who gave them absolutely yeah. zero. Yeah, zero, right. I'll, I'll give them that. But, uh, yeah, I think there's still issues that they didn't even try. Boban shooting threes? Come on now. <laughs> hey, Bo, Boban can splash it, man. Hey, if mm. he's shooting threes, he needs to get more minutes for sure. Well, yeah, they, got, he... they got Moses Brown as well, who had a couple of, you know, big double-double games last year too. So he can, you know, fill in that center role as well. Yeah. yeah, I actually like Moses Brown as, mm. as the he's, for them. Yeah, he's he's really rough defensively though. Like he put up stats, yeah. Like in terms of actually 
following a system. He he reminds me of like a, a young Mitchell Robinson who would hunt the block, or even like a Hassan Whiteside, but maybe not mm, that yeah. bad. Mm. Um, where he would hunt the block or the rebound rather than being in position, um, and he'd yeah hurt the team more than more than help them. But every now mm. and then he'd pick up a you know highlight worthy play and whatnot. Mm. Uh, yeah, and then Willie Cauley Stein, not a fan. Yeah, not a fan either. Uh, I yeah, think it's no. time to move on from him and Dwight Powell, personally. Mm. Time to do something different. Try yeah. Juice Porzingis as, as the main five there. Um, we will move on, though, up to number 13. I don't think there's too much really to say about this team. Um, it's the Clippers. We all had them pretty similar. Twain had them a little bit lower than us at 17. Um, Paul George is obviously going to be looking to carry this team. But they got nice pieces. Reggie Jackson had a really good playoffs. Terrence Mann, they re-signed. Really like the look of him. Um, they need to find something in a Barker, obviously, here. But that they, they're going to get wins. They're going to be middle of the pack for me. Um, yeah. They're sort of the paces west, aren't they, the Clippers? Uh, yeah, any any more thoughts here, boys, on the Clips? No, they're fucked with our coin. That's it. <laughs> I think, they need I think Kawhi Terrence back. Man. So he might be a month out before the playoffs. Yeah, mm. he, he could be back by February, is what I remember. Yeah. It'll probably be a um, blessing for PG. He's going to get a lot of, lot of shots. He should, should get a bit even more respect, even though he deserves some after last playoffs. And just yeah, he, he can yeah. play well. But yeah, they'll mm. they'll just be middle of the back. They could actually shock us, I mean, because like yeah, they they just got a solid team. I think they'll miss Pat Bev. I really do. Just his energy, and just yeah. But they'll they'll yeah they'll still be solid. That's a nice team. Now, good luck having your point guard be Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> yeah. That's true. They probably they've got enough shooting Reggie though. They've got enough. Yeah, mm, yeah, I think they start Reggie. Yeah, or Terrence Mann, one of the two. Bledsoe Blitz, off the bench just makes like even less sense. He's just a yeah, weird. That's I'd a just, really I'd just uh, not play him at all, basically. Mm. Sure. I think you just if as long as he's not as long as he's got shooters on the floor around him and he's not asked to play, mate. Mm. He's just a defensive guard that he's still a very good defender and a good rebounder for yeah. his size too. But yeah. offensively was, he's a massive negative. It was the Pelicans man too last year, man. Pelicans fucked everyone. So looked like yeah. they have a little bit of a bounce back for me. Yeah, they need uh, more from Luke Kennard as well. Like they're paying him yeah. like almost sixty million dollars, and he earned, he didn't even crack double fig, double figure scoring last last season. So they yeah. need him to stay up as well. Yeah. He's got potential, man. Canard, mm. he can really shoot. He can play make too. Hopefully, this might be his opportunity. I reckon. Mm. Uh, number twelve. Now this is the second biggest discrepancy. Yeah, also I between the... Aiden. <laughs> yeah, this is the team I think you were thinking of before. You had ranked them very high. Twain had them yeah. the lowest at 15. Aiden, you had them at five. This is the Portland Trailblazers. Me Jesus. and Jarkel had them sort of middle middle here. Um, but yeah, Aiden, number five, man. So Aiden's it's, it's, it's like I don't really have much Larry to base Nance. it off of other than a, a, a gut feeling, basically. Um, Dame is good enough where if everything clicks, he can carry a team to the next level. Uh, and I think, like, uh, the addition of Larry Nance is a very good one. Um, he's, he's going to help them a lot. Very underrated player. Yep. Um, 
I think just a fresh start is going to make a big difference as well. Um, you know, the Stotts had been there for however long and they just kept doing the same thing and the same thing and it just wasn't working. So I think I think a change is, is going to make a big difference. Um, I reckon, I don't know, we, no, obviously none of us know what Billups is like as a coach, um, as a head coach, but uh, uh, I have a feeling he he's a very smart player, was a very smart player, so he should know how to utilise uh, Robert Covington better defensively. Um, there's no reason a team with Robert Covington should be as bad as it was uh, defensively as Portland was last year. Um, yeah, and I just, yeah, I think, I, I don't like Norm Powell starting a small forward. That's that's my big thing. Um, Use him but as a they're six, gonna, man. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna be able to score. Uh, Nance gives them a bit of depth, like, you know, uh, even even Cody Zeller, I think, is a very underrated backup big man. And yeah, it's it's mostly just a gut feeling. I'm I'm putting uh, all my chips in the Portland basket. Yeah, Dame with the MVP pick too. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Twain. Any thoughts? You had them rank the lowest mm. out of us. No, I just think they. It just felt like to me they rehashed what they've been doing the last couple of years, like. Dennis Smith Jr. Like I did like Larry Nance Jr. That's a good signing. But they brought in like Ben Lacklemore, Cody Zeller, Quinn Cook. You know, like it just you know, and then the whole stuff with Damien in the you know, in the in the in the preseason with the trade requests and all the bullshit with that, like it just you know, it got to the point, I think, for Lillard where he just realized like it's going nowhere, you know, sort of thing. And I just I just think they're just going to be middle of the pack team. They'll make the playoffs, obviously, but you know, nothing too special other than that. I just wasn't fussed with what they did. Fair enough. Uh, we'll move on. Number 11 was Atlanta Hawks. Uh, not too dissimilar between us. I had them the highest at 8. Uh, Jarkel lowest at 14. Um, I just like what they've managed to do here. Uh, Contract-wise, they've kept this core squad together, you know, and they started a real iffy, as you said, Twain, last season, man, like, had John Collins and Trey bickering, but they just sorted this shit out and they made the Eastern Conference Finals, and uh, they're really sticking with this core here. Uh, DeAndre Hunter will be back firing for me, so... And Nate McMillan, man, made a major difference, and the, the players obviously like playing for him, so... I'm I'm high in the Hawks. I think they end up four or five in the East here. I think, and uh, I love. I sort of why do I don't know why I like Trey Young now. I saw I sort of don't like it, but I like him being a villain. I like that. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm I think yeah, I love. Really I love Trey. I just see them as like they got in there right in the seed that they did, but mostly I feel like that's because Miami and Boston kind of had a bit of a shit year. And I feel like that's all from the bubble and stuff like that. I feel like them, obviously healthy, that always plays a part. But, yeah, I feel like Boston and, and the Heat will just finish above them. That's just how I feel with them. But, yeah, they'll make playoffs and they'll be damn good. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Twain, anything on the Hawks? I think we nah, talked about them. Yeah, I but, think we talked about yeah, pretty much. Um, they've got nice depth. I think they'll be in the 4-5 range for um, seeding. Um, just... They just need Trey to, you know, for how much locked in he is on offense, he 
he needs to put that same energy towards his defense because it did get found out in the and especially in the conference yeah. finals like it became a problem like to the point where it was almost you know four and five out there when, when they were playing the bucks yeah obviously a big weakness for him and yeah in the playoffs man those weaknesses will be found so mm. something that they need to work out um go number 10 boston all pretty similar. I had them at nine, Jacquel nine, Twain twelve, eight and fourteen. Uh man, I love them defensively this year. Oh, a big year for Jalen Brown on picking for me. Um yeah, I, I like Boston here. I think Adoka too. He's been talked about for years as a as a next coach and he's finally got his opportunity. It was Stevens and as general manager. I, I I don't know. I just like I think it's gonna click, man, this season. Um Aiden, you had them down a little bit lower than us. Any any reasons there were Boston? Um, Is it... Nah, more just I think other teams are better. Um, you know, we don't know how good Al Horford is is going to be at, at this stage of his career. I think he's still one of the smartest players in the NBA in terms of basketball IQ. But mm. will his body let him do what he's supposed to do? Uh, also, Robert Williams, if, if he gets hurt, and then Horford goes down or, or isn't, you know, or ends up being washed, then I think the Celtics are in a bit of trouble. Yeah, uh, Cancer will have to start, and then that's a problem defensively. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, I, I think Tatum and Brown are incredible. So, I yeah. Also, I don't like the Schroeder move that much. Like, it, it's it's okay. But, yeah, I, I, think, I think they go as far. Like, Tatum needs to take that next step. Um, which is basically evolving as a playmaker. Um, mm. I don't think he's very good in that front. He's very good at getting his own shots, but he doesn't make his teammates better. Mm. Um, so I think that's his his next step. Like some people are mm. talking him up for MVP, and I think that's a necessary step for him to do that. But if he does that, then then Boston's going to be pretty dangerous. Yep, for sure. Uh, we'll go up to number nine. We had the Golden State Warriors here. Pretty even across the board here. Uh, 7, 8, 11, 12. Uh, it's, for me, it's just, yeah, can Clay come back in nice and healthy and uh, sort of return to, to form like a couple of seasons yeah. ago, man? Like, and that's for Clay the championship. That's any... only for the championship, though. Like the playoffs, they're going to be real, like right up there, just fighting, you know, close to the top four seed just because, yeah, I think that that year with all those young players, like, yeah, they're really... Paul looks well. Like, he looks really good. I just... You know, and Carrie's just going to be on a mission. He knows he ain't got many years to be wasting not making the playoffs. So, yeah. Defensive player of the year, I reckon, for Draymond. That's my pick. So, yeah, they're on. Nice. Sneaky story with them is the development of Wiseman. Like, they need him to come in and contribute yeah. because if, if he can't, then they're just going to rehash what they've been... They did last year, which is... Good offensively, so-so defense. They need him to come in and be a force on mm-hmm. that, on the yeah. in that five spot. Can can they get anything to out of like Kaminga and Moody? They've got these young guys mm. now. Like, do they sort of work them into the rotation, or do you? I mean, there's a lot of talk about them trading these young guys to get another piece. Like, mm. I know Aiden, you mentioned Cat. Like, what do you think, man? Like, or do they just sort of work these young guys into their rotation? Uh, Moody Moody got time today. Apparently, um, Steve Kerr is quite high on him. Um, I didn't see much of him. I, he must have been on when I uh, 
wasn't watching, but he he got some time. Uh, I think Kaminga's injured, but mm. yeah, I, I I don't know, man. I think if because the the talk of Kaminga is that he's very raw, and I don't think like Jarkel said, like Curry's he's on a not that he's going to be washed in a couple of years or anything, but you know he doesn't he's already spent two years rebuilding. Like he wants to go yeah. and win again. Mm, you know, like yeah. they don't they don't have time to develop Kaminga. Let another team do that. Like, you know, send him yeah. uh, even yeah. You know, the cat thing's a big reach, but like, what about? I'm just chucking something out there right now. What about Houston for Christian Wood? Oh, I like that. You know, like I mean, that seems yeah. more gettable. And they have, they, they have, yeah, they have to look at stuff like they have to because mm. yeah, that's not. Carries only a, he's like six two six three. He's just a little normal human being, bro. Like, he's not going to be... The injuries will probably come, especially later on in, you know, in his career. And just, yeah, because he's got a lot of mileage too, you know? Played a lot of mm. finals. And just, yeah, like... And then having him carry this team to last, you know, especially last year, like, he had to do... Look how hard he has to work just to get open, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's exactly. unreal. Like, that can't be good for the body, like, even if you're as fit as you can be. Like, he literally has to run around and almost have people just smacking him the whole time. There was a stat. I'll see if I can find it. There was a stat. They calculated uh, the most steps players had traveled, but I I don't remember who. I think uh, CJ McCullum was high up there for some reason, but I don't remember where Steph was. He's got to be top, though. He'll be up there somewhere. He's always moving. Yeah. When I watch him, it's almost like they're playing tag with him. Like that's how people guard him off without the ball. That's the crazy thing. You watch other players when you know they pass the ball, they like the defender can leave them, forget about them almost. But with Curry, you literally have to play tag of him when he doesn't have the ball. Yeah, and that's why getting Clay yeah. back healthy too yeah, means helps you know, a, lot, a yeah. little bit of pressure off Curry. You know, like you have to guard Clay up there. So, like in the last season, like they could just really hone in on Curry and let. Like I saw today, like Jordan Paul had a really good game. Like they can, if he continues that ascendancy that he's on, that we all think that he's going to be pretty good. Like they don't have to necessarily rush play back in. Like yeah, they can yeah. ease him into it. Point. Yeah. yeah. They can ease him into it. And then by the time the playoffs roll around, get him hundred percent, then switch pull into your six band. Bam. You've got a three guard rotation. Yeah, and then he's dangerous. They're, they'll yeah. be a dangerous team, man. Firepower-wise, like. Yeah, Wiseman is, okay. I think, the, yeah, the big the big question mark here is mm. doing you brought up. So, nah, th- they're going to be up around there. Um, let's move uh, on. Quick, Number eight I, just, with, I just found, oh, the, I just found the, the stat. Uh, this is actually yep. from the 2018 season, um, but it was, it was miles travelled. In in that season, uh, CJ McCollum was first with 105 wow. miles. Uh, Zach Levine second with 99.8, and then Stephen Curry with 97.4, and then wow. sixth place was Clay Thompson 95.5, which is really surprising. Jesus, was Curry hurt? Move. Nah, nah, Curry was third, 97 miles. The whole season. This was yeah, 2018. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he would have been. He yep. would have played a lot. Yeah. You don't have to, he missed the games, eh? You don't you don't have to move a lot when KD's your got on your team. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, mm. he probably moved a lot less there. Mm-hmm. I would love to know his miles last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, I honestly, I've never seen defense even like that. They would literally just swarm him. He was, yeah, yeah he was covering us last year. City. Um, number eight, we've got the Miami Heat. Uh, Aiden, you had nine. I had them ten. Jack, L ten. Twain, number five. Uh, Twain, you had a bit higher than us, man. Just the defensive grit in this team is just something else for me. So. I'll let you fill in, though. Mm. Um, yeah, I just you trust the system like that, you know, the quote-unquote heat culture. Um, they bring they bring in Kyle Lowry, who a definite upgrade on Goran Dragic. So um, they get you know full season. You know, I think one of the underrated things that people forget about them last year was they literally had them and the Lakers had the shortest time to prepare for the season. Like mm. you could tell that it was effect, like the short preparation time they had affected them a lot in their systems and you know their guys were banged up a lot of the whole season um just having a full off season now just to get prepared for the season coming up i think that will help um and then just low key like even though he's out injured at the moment like getting someone like victor oladipo back in a couple months time that's like a that's that's like a that's a big thing you know just to come and spell like your tyler heroes or your jimmy butlers like victor oladipo can give you you know production when he's healthy so yeah just adding well, what you know plus pat riley what he does you know i feel like they've got a move to make as well um they can bring in someone like if they're at the deadline and they need to bring in that extra arm like i'm sure they can you know find someone to get there because pat riley's really good at doing that um yeah i just trust the heat system like their their system is like yeah. one of the best for reasons yeah I'd, I'd pick them like honestly for a sleeper team to beat either the bucks or the Nets, it would probably be them for me. If I was to pick anyone else in that in the uh, in the East in the eight, I would honestly pick the Heat to beat them. That would be my sleeper pick to beat those top two mm. teams. Mm. I really do feel like that. Yeah, they just got to make it to the playoffs healthy for me, and they're gonna they're yeah. gonna be in there and of course have a... really scrap it. Yeah, like I can see them six going six and seven with anyone in the East. Yeah, for sure, right? Eh? They're going to yeah. be a hard beat, a hard team to take out. Yeah, they they could. Miami's like they could if they are all healthy and get their shit together. They, you know, they could scrap it out with the Bucks and Nets here in the Eastern Conference Finals for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that like the Bucks and Nets still would be favourite, but you just and, need yeah. like one of the guys to go down. Tyler Hero, Miami's Tyler right Hero here. just out of whatever the that second season was, his funk. Like, if he can get back to how he was playing in the bubble, like, yeah, they're dangerous, bro. Because, yeah, the Hero and Robinson are, like, pretty damn elite shooters. Mm. Like, it's, it, they've got a real nice oh, team. Yeah. Just, yeah. I think, just on just to touch on the heat, too, but a big thing that needs for that, for them to be that successful is that they need Bam Adebayo's offensive production to take another step forward. Like, he needs yeah. to be able to hit that mid-range 18-footer or even step out and, you know, hit a couple of th- corner threes, you know, for them to really f- reach their full potential. Because last year, you could see that the offense was a bit stagnant and it was a lot of Jimmy Butler trying to do a lot with no one else really helping him. Yeah. Yeah. Bam, he looked a bit hesitant too, eh? Like he, mm. his confidence wasn't fully there sometimes too when he was, he was open in that mid range and, you know, just didn't he take likes, it. You know, mm. yeah, 
he had the ball at the elbow there. And, uh, you know, he always yeah. looks to playmake first, but take some shots yeah. while, while you're yeah. open. So I don't, I don't think people realize the, in the finals with the Lakers, what helped Jimmy's game unlock a lot was having more of a stretch five with Leonard. Mm. It helped his game a lot. And that's why he kind of went crazy. Like, yeah, well, bam, yeah, Jimmy. Bam, yeah, bam kind of just clogs up the paint a bit. He's, he's kind of like that. Yeah, uh, he definitely likes sitting in that mid-range, eh? Like, yeah. he's not really down low either. He's sort of a... You know how like Bogut, how Bogut used to operate for the Warriors. You know, like or Gasol, that that playmake from the elbow is sort of their first move, and then that. But if options were taken away from them, they like I saw Bam, he'd sort of freak out a bit and and drive and lose, get the ball stripped or something like that. He, yeah. But yeah, I think it's just a confidence thing. I think if if he gets confident in that shot, I think it really opens up things for them. Mm. But yeah, I know what you mean, Jacko, about like Jimmy Butler needs needs that shooting big too, and he can really go to work. Yeah. Um, let's move up number seven. Now we're getting into these top tier teams. Now, uh, we had the Denver Nuggets. Uh, all had them <laughs> roughly the same. I had them seven. Jacko six twenty six. Aiden, you had them eleven. I'm guessing that's a quite a bit on uh, the injury to Jamal Murray. Yeah. For you, Aiden, while you had them down. Um, yeah. Yeah, anything more to extrapolate on that? No, that, that's pretty much it. And even even then, I think uh, Monte Morris is um, is a pretty good fill-in. Um, yeah, I just yeah, I had teams jumping up. Obviously, Portland. So you know, someone had to drop down, and uh, yeah, there was there was Denver. I still think Jokic is going to ball out. Um, I like the addition of Jeff Green. Um, yeah, Michael Porter Jr. He could go like I, he's probably going to take a leap, but he needs to take a leap defensively as well. Um, and with and his he needs brain. To, yeah, yeah, and and that's <laughs> yeah. He needs to make smart decisions instead of a hundred percent always looking for his shot. Mm. Um, like he's he's an incredible shooter and a pretty underrated uh, rebounder, but he just uh, his decision making can be really terrible at times. And that needs to to take a step up if if the Nuggets don't want to fall into a hole with with Murray out. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. They like as long as they can sort of build up enough wins here with Murray out for me. That mm. and then once he gets back, they're they're going to be fine. Yeah, the Nuggets. Yeah, uh, I yeah, think MPJ averaged one assist against you. Yeah, um, low thirty-two key. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> low key, I think too. Um, they have to. <laughs> They have to sort of like ease the workload on Jokic. Like I think yeah. they can't keep yeah. putting that kind of mileage on him. So like for me, get, having someone like Ball Ball, you know, hopefully develop into a 18, 20 minute per game player just to give them Jokic a bit of a rest is really important for them because Jokic can't be putting up those kind of numbers with those kind of minutes every single year. It's just going to burn them out. Yeah. That's where yeah, Michael even though he looks has like to, he can handle it, has but... to come in. Mm. Mm. Uh, let's move up to your team, Twain. Six, mm. Philly. You actually hit them the lowest <laughs> out of all of <laughs> us. Aiden had four, I had them at five, Jarkel seven, and you had them at nine. Yeah. Do we need, well, I don't think we need to go over too no. much here. Just sort the yeah. some no. shit out. And Bede was such a beast last year. Yeah. No, mm. MVP. And Talk. you got Drummond too. Uh, 
No, Victor Niv. Get the point, Drummond. Good yeah. lord, bro. How I just said we're never going to see Ben Simmons and Andre Drummond. I'm not sad. Oh, That's a great thing. That would have been so good. <laughs> that would have been comical how good that would have been. Set a screen. Oh, where are they going? Mm. Um, <laughs> just I just quickly wanted to touch. Like I think they're still going to be like a top three defense. Like even though with Ben not there, like they still got like the makings of a really great defensive team. Like Danny Green re-upped. Uh, Matisse Bible. Bible, yeah, got that, you know, Olympic bump again. Yeah, looks like he's shooting really, re- like his shot now seems to be hitting at a more mm. consistent uh, pace. Um, and low key, like I know people t- like to talk about the Raptors and the Spurs and the Warriors development programs, but you can look at the Sixers development program. Like we've trained up like three guys to become regular rotational players. Um, Korkmaz, Shake Milton. And Tyrese Maxey are going to be huge for them. And now we've got two guys coming up in Isaiah Joe and Paul Reed who are going to give some minutes too. So, like, you know, the Raptors get a lot of kudos for their development program, but the Sixers um, G League program as well is under some, you know, diamonds in the rough. And Georges Niang. Like, yeah, Georges Niang. Yeah, Georges Niang's a great shooter as well. So I like that move as well. Yeah, nice. Just sort the seven shit out, eh? And they're going to mm. be right there. Yeah, they're going to be right there with I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, number five, we had the Jazz, Utah Jazz, the the best team in the regular season last year. Uh, Jack, you had them the highest at number two. Twain, the lowest at eight. I had them at four, eight, and at six. Jack, man, uh, you had them at number two. Obviously, great regular season team. Yeah, um, I just they're going like to rack do the up same wins. Thing, bro. They're, they're going to shoot teams out of the gym I, I do wonder if they're going to keep that same kind of play style because it kind of got exposed a bit in the playoffs just like they shot too many threes that's pretty crazy how many they shoot but yeah I feel like that'll be too much for most teams in the regular season well with machine Gobert looks like a god in regular season so yeah I feel like they'll be fighting for the the best best regular season team them and the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, they just know what to do. And they've got obviously got the the home court advantage here in Utah. Um, I think Spider can jump up another notch here too. Um, yeah, I don't know about the... Whiteside's on Utah now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I was no. going to say. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a downer. That's, you know, <laughs> Derek Favors is, was the backup last year and you go to Hassan Whiteside, that's an immediate downgrade in my... In, that's fucked. Like, and then I've never been a big fan of Gobert either. You, you two, uh, Aiden and Carl know that I can't yeah. stand French Sean Bradley. But um, like, yeah, <laughs> I just, it just doesn't. It doesn't like it's good in the regular season, but then it, it's a lot like what happens with Philly in the playoffs. Like, it gets the playoffs, and it's just the same shit. Like, they just you know four on five because Gobert can't do anything besides yeah. pick and roll. Like, it's they just get exposed and just not you know just running it back again. The, yeah, it's just I don't like it. You want to see them make a move, like yeah, yeah, just get, just get rid of Gobert, like just just move off and send them to the fucking Knicks or something, like just get 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 rid of them, like just go five out, like if you really want to play that that play style of you know shoot it like yeah, four shooters yeah. out, just just go all in five shooters out, just do it. Yeah, if they had like a Randall or something at five, yeah, 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 fucking Gobert, trash. <laughs> yeah, they need to do something. I mean, they they made the playoffs last. Every season, I think 
Donovan Mitchell's been there. So mm. they they obviously can do that. They just yeah they need need to make a difference there. They're sort of yeah. like the Utah Jazz team of the nineties. You know that they're, they're really good, but you know Malone had his playoff failings. They just they seem to be like that. They they make it there, but they yeah. just can't. And they're and right get there up like, next year. They can really do it, but yeah, it is always and, the go the go bird situation. And low key, like I know a lot of people have him as a good coach, but Quinn Snyder, like in the playoffs, got out coached by Tyron Lou. Like that's not good. <laughs> Me and Tyron Lou's not a good coach. <laughs> you know, like if you get out coached by him, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Let's move up uh, to the number fourteen. It's the Los Angeles Lakers. I had them three, Jarkel four, Twain three, Aiden seven. Um, yeah, it's obviously the Westbrook thing is probably their biggest biggest concern, his fit, I'd say, if we were talking about that earlier. I think we sort of agreed upon that. Uh, a little bit of Anthony Davis too. LeBron's going to do his thing. He's going to be great. Showed that today. And then how do these all these sort of these wings and guards sort of work for them. Um, yeah, do we need to go much more? We sort of covered the Lakers and our little yeah. bit of talk before. They're just rotations, bro. It's, it's all about yeah. figuring rotation. Yeah. They, got, they got to start Anthony Davis at centre. Yeah, and, and they're super old. Yeah, it's old vibes, definitely. So the number one team in the West we have ranked in that number three is the Phoenix Suns. Aiden three, me six, Jarkel three, Twain four. Another team we've sort of talked about already. Um, does the Aiden thing like does it do they drop in the racks? Do you guys think that impacts them? You know, it, impacts it them here with it's sort it of could. new news. Yeah, it could, I, yeah I, I made that pick before that it came that, in, obviously. Yeah, same as me. Um, could affect mine as well. I don't think it, it drops them too far down. I still think they're a contender for top seed in the West. Um, it, it, like maybe it does motivate him to play better, um, but I don't know. I, I I think it could could be a hindrance. Um, the reason I had them so high, I think Devin Booker takes a, a bit of a leap this season. Um, he sort of took over in in the playoffs. They're just um, a well-oiled the machine, bro. They are yeah. really good. Just really good. They're really built for pre, uh, like the regular season too. Like they got dudes who can just ball out. Bridges will be even better, and I reckon he's he's offensively. If he takes a step offensively, well, they're actually quite scary. Yeah, I think Campaign can come in here and just give some good rest for CP too. Oh, I think mm, he takes yeah. a lot of pressure off CP. I think that's a really big thing, man, for for this team. Um, yeah, and, and Payne looked really good. Yeah, they got them, picked them up on a really nice deal too. Really cheap, right? Yeah. I it's just, uh, Landry Shammers getting more money than. Mm. <laughs> I just wanted to touch on one little, like one little issue they might have, and it's with their draft pick from last year. Like they have to find some way to yeah. get him some minutes. Jalen Smith, yeah. like if he can't contribute anything this year, like that pick ends up being like a real terrible decision because they at ten they could have just taken. Tyrese Halliburton or someone else, you know what I mean? Like, sure. if they if they need him to, you know, find some sort of minutes in this rotation for it, 
for them to have pan out, especially with Saric not back from the ACL injury yet. Yeah, mm. imagine like they even picked up, they could have got Desmond Bain, they could have got Xavier mm. Tillman even, like it's a Someone, good backup. Someone, yeah. Yeah. A lot rests upon Aiton here. Like, they don't have any depth after Aiton. Like, and that showed in, in the playoffs, they got, too. Like, they got JaVale, but, you know, JaVale at this point is just a rotational player. Yeah. Definitely. He's a good bench. backup, but you don't want to rely mm. on him for anything. Yeah, he, lays, he lays longer than five minutes, but well, we. Mm. Shit starts to go wrong. It's <laughs> back to old Shaq. That's when he gets on. Days. Yeah. That's when he gets on Shaq in the full. That's when he's. Too many minutes. <laughs> yeah, so we've got Phoenix here ranked right up the top of the West. So that leaves us with two East teams. Uh, guesses for who comes two and who comes one. Twain or Star, will you in? I'll, I'll go Bucks first. Like I, I think they I think we all pretty knowledgeable about basketball, and we can all see that you know they've gotten better. So I think we all, I would say the Bucks. Jackal, Bucks or Nets? Who you got? Who you think gets one? Yeah, Bucks, Bucks. Aiden? It's going to be too much, Giannis. Yeah, same, same thing. What Twain said, uh, you know, defending champs, you go number one, and they got better. So. Yep. Well, you three boys will pick them number one. I had them number two, but they mm. get number one. The Bucks get number one. I had them two, just because I think Brooklyn. I don't know. I, I like that they just cut. Kyrie, but maybe the intentions will come clear today and how they played this game that they're not too concerned about really trying to get as many wins as possible. I thought they would try that personally. So, um, yeah, Katie and Harden, man, they're going to be so good. Like, yeah, I just think it's funny because, like, a couple of weeks ago before the preseason started, I think Brooklyn was the clear number one in everyone's minds. And I think just now seeing what Giannis has done this preseason and in this first game is like, holy shit, man, they're, they're just even better, like, yeah. coming back even stronger. These moves have worked, like, yeah. And I know I can't blame you as picking them number one. Mm, I've yeah. sort of, it was very close for me. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, if, I, if, if you think about it more, you know, you think Katie took them to seven, pretty much by himself and he was crazy if he had a healthy heart and 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 now he's going to have that like yeah they're just that duo is legendary by itself so like yeah it is tough but yeah just the way Giannis is looking I think you just have to have to go him number one as he is the champ Mm. and he's he's playing like a champ I just from the game today like I really did not like the the backup situation well backup big situation for brooklyn those three all look like zombies like aldridge mm. Millsap, mm-hmm. and griffin look like zombies and claxton that's a lot of pressure to put on a young guy like that to be your starting big i just look at the milwaukee team they seem a lot more settled um a big a little key move i liked and it happened today like it happened i saw it today was that grayson allen is an immediate upgrade of a dante divicenzo like they can just cut DiVincenzo out of the rotation now and just have Allen as your two. That's massive because DiVincenzo was garbage pretty much the whole playoff run last year. Like it's good that they've finally picked up a a competent two guard. Well, he didn't play at the didn't end. He, didn't too, he miss the whole playoff run? Oh yeah. yes, yes. Sorry, but yeah, yes. That's I know what right, you mean. But, but yeah. yeah, like they've 
when they they counted on him to be their starting two guard and he hasn't delivered yet like it's you know that's good that they've finally picked up someone that can you know have that two guards spot down pat going forward i think that he was really talked up highly eh, by the by mm. the bucks even mm, Chinzo yeah. was yeah yeah, yeah. insane like yeah. they were talking I mean, about him like a all-star level like i didn't see yeah, it but... yeah. like he's, he's a decent three and d guy or can be but yeah yeah like people were talking of as a future all-star i, I mm. didn't see that at all yeah yeah i didn't i wasn't as high either so we'll probably all agree on that but mm. yeah and you got dudes like patty c in there dude you just have to play man he hustles he yeah he scored, scored 20 well, points because, did yeah yeah man his shot looked points. good too like mm. it's it really smooth that's his thing that he's lacking so but man if, if he starts shooting and Giannis starts shooting well fuck it just about his yeah. game over. but yeah i mean with, with the nets he's still got kd man and there's still for all of what Giannis has done kd like as you say man like if his foot was you know four inches behind man that's it's the nets in the finals yeah it's like not the is out of a job yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Harden's is gonna get like now he gets more shots, bro. Like yeah. We're gonna see some crazy stat lines from those two. You watch. For sure. It's gonna, it's gonna be unreal this regular season. For sure. Now that's awesome, boys. So yeah, no really surprises at the top and the bottom, a bit of sorting up in the middle there. But man, it's such an interesting season, eh? A lot of teams can go go either way here. Some we I think we we're in for a few surprises. A couple of teams might drop out of the playoffs, yeah. um, depending on what happens. But yeah, the Milwaukee and Brooklyn obviously are the two, these two East powerhouses really. And yeah, who emerges out of the West is going to be interesting. Um, mm. Yeah, so yeah, no, thanks for coming on, boys. That was a pretty massive NBA podcast there. Um, yeah, definitely, man. Looking forward to the season. Eh? It's going to be really awesome. Um, Jarkel, thanks for coming back on, man. Uh, NFTs and and check out your tournament. <laughs> yeah, too, appreciate right? you having um, me, right? Awesome. Yeah, no worries. And good. yeah, we're bound to have a few more things going um, throughout this NBA season. And yeah, thanks, Twain, coming on again, man. Always cool. good. All good. Uh, and uh, yeah, cheers, Aiden, as per normal, man. Uh, over and out. Peace.